Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 83. Hello there, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight is BT Calloway. I'm excited. And Catherine McDonald. Hello. Hey guys, how we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Can't complain. Yes, and thank you for joining me for The Simpsons Index. This is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. But there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. As if you guys didn't know that already, but... You're not saying it for me and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's got to be someone's first episode. People don't go back to the beginning. (laughs) Why would they? Because that's the way things work. You start at the beginning. Uh, I can't do that with podcasts, man. That's, I can only do that. <laughs> it's like things like Harmontown. Like, I'm a massive fan, but there's no way I'm going back and listening to the first four years that I missed. <laughs> Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we just watched one of the more recent episodes, even though it was from like eight years ago now. This was season 21, episode 23, Judge Me Tender. Judge Me True. All, All my dreams <laughs> fulfilled. This was first released in May of 2010. It was directed by Stephen Dean Moore, written by Dan Greeny and Alan Grazer. In this episode, everyone discovers that Mo has a gift for judging things when his judgment judging gets him all the way to judge on American Idol. And then it doesn't. Guys, what did you think? It did not fulfill all my dreams. (laughs) It it, it was a weird one. It was Mm. a weird one. And I was warned beforehand. And still. Yeah, Yeah, when you say prep for a weird one, and then you're still like, huh? Yeah, because, Catherine, I like to give my guests sort of a big balance and a nice spectrum of uh, different kinds of Simpsons episodes. So the last HD episode we gave you was really bad, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I wanted to give you more on the participanty, not great, but profoundly weird, but sometimes funny? I don't know about profoundly weird. That kind of sort of summed it up for me, (laughs) exactly what you just said. Yeah, there were weird moments. Yeah, true. I think you have to appreciate that Elliot and I have just come off of doing a uh, special episode called The Bad Episode Battle Royale. Ah, yes. Where we watched a bunch of bad episodes, so weird to me, I think, is now a very different idea compared to what weird once would have been considered. So first of all, was there a moment from the episode, for better or worse, that stood out to you? We'll start with you, Catherine. I enjoyed Lisa the most in this episode. Mm. And also hated her the most. Mm. The, I wasn't sure if it was meant to be a storyline or just a throwaway part where she was cheering up Santa's little helper. Yeah. Uh, just a scene where they were just scooting. Just having a scoot <laughs> yeah, around. It was a throwaway storyline. Yeah, because I thought it was going to go somewhere when mm. she came out. And I was like, ah. Well, yeah, they started the episode out with this ugly dog contest, and you thought Santa's little helpers, uh, Santa's little helpers, he's a weird name to plural, you thought his story about being insecure and ugly was going to play more into the rest of the Mm. episode, but it really didn't. It just, it was that and then that one scene. Yeah, and I have a few just from that ugly dog competition just saying, oh, Santa's little helper. Oh, mole man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is just mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, why would they do this? It was like back in the Lisa Goes Gaga episode, they had a popularity awards at the school assembly. It's like- Least popular award. Yeah. Yeah. And in here, ugly dog contest. Does Is this a thing? Why that is, that it is a thing. It is. Real, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, they're like drawing from reality. Yeah. <laughs> and reality TV. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. So there was like one little reminder of the Santa's Little Helper story, uh, but it was just weird that it was only isolated to these two scenes. Yeah, it just sort of happened in the background, Yeah, but not enough to it be like a, concur- like a consistent thing yeah, in the background. Yeah, a continuing so, storyline or anything like that. 
And I would have would have enjoyed the lease a bit if it hadn't ended with "Now let's scoot on our butts." And yeah. I was like, oh, "No." It was a funny visual, but it's also like, has she got worms right now? Is she itchy? <laughs> That's the only conclusion we're supposed to come up to. <laughs> it, it, it started off cute though, because yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah. are you cheering him up? You go, Lisa." You know, yeah. should have been Bart. He's yeah. Bart's dog. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you that's know. true. Well, I guess that Bart doesn't have the emotional complexity to understand the dog's feelings. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, she gives her some nice little compliments. You got a nice firm handshake and good sense of smell. Yeah. No, that was a really sweet scene. How about you, BT? What's a moment from the story that stood out to you for better or worse? I'll give one of the better lines because I don't have too many great things to say. I do like when Mo arrives in LA and he's in the back of the cave. He's like, hey, driver, can you play a song about California while I look at the sides? <laughs> he's like, no, they all suck. But here's a good one about Alabama. I didn't, I like the joke. I wish it wasn't Sweet Home Alabama. It was something yeah. else. But I like the joke of, uh, there should be a musical accompaniment here. Could you uh, maybe play something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, a state montage. And especially California. This. Yeah, but just the, the cliches played out. I like the idea of then switching it for, I don't know, songs about Denver. Yeah. <laughs> Does Denver have any songs? Right in, Denver. Do you think because they did that, the Sweet Home Alabama cost them so much they had to use Happy Birthday in the... Yeah. American Idol. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, and they blew a bit of money on uh, White Stripes seeing as though we're talking about musical moments here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a decent White Stripes song. It fit the montage okay. I forget what montage was. Mon- it was just a judging montage. Yeah, and the White Stripes song was, uh, why are you always hating on me? Why are you always picking on me? Mm. Why is everyone a bully? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh I don't my know. God, Whatever. I completely forgot about that montage. I must have tuned out. I'm like, oh yeah, the bullies, bullies <laughs> and such. It's pretty yeah. easy to tune out of <laughs> this one, to be fair. I missed that whole segment. Whoops. Yep. Yeah, I remember there was a couple of good jokes, like with the bullies at the bully contest. You think it's a sandcastle building, and then yeah, there's that misdirect. But I really hated the one where they had the bonsai competition, uh, and then the yes. clearly Japanese guy like noosed himself on it. I, mean, I, I, I like a good failed suicide joke, as weird as a sentence that is. But yeah, something about it, the lead-in just felt wrong. Yeah, no, very uncomfortable. But yeah, it's. I think that was a funny thing that, yeah, they didn't go for the obvious California choice and they made a joke wrong. Because, yeah, there are so many choices. Hotel California or California Dreaming or half of the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. set list. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say a moment that stood out to me from the story was this whole Mo thing. And I actually thought they found a good way to channel Mo's character in this one. And the way they got there was pretty organic that he's, you yeah. know, just the odd one out of this dog show and then he has the better calls than the judge so he gets replaced. Yeah, it works all right. It felt like something Mo would do, just yeah. shouting out, like, just have it, you shut up. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. He, he would definitely be the heckler. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as the episode established, he's just had a lifetime of people being relentlessly mean to him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is how you build up that duct in your brain that... <laughs> Knows how to vent the vial perfectly. Yeah. And vent, the vial, vent the bile. Vent the Damn bile. Damn it, me. Vent the vial bile. What oh, is is bile made in the spleen? I can't believe I learned something new in The Simpsons. So I was like, yeah, really, I'll write that down. Yeah, I think it is. I'm not. I'm no doctor, but <laughs> right in doctors. I'm well, assuming they're listening. Or spleen enthusiasts. <laughs> the only thing I know about spleens is from Mystery Men. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> the only time it's ever I don't know what it is, where it is, or what it does. Do I need it? Who knows? Yeah. Well, and Hank Azaria is in that movie. There we go. Simpsons <laughs> Connections. Yeah, I did like how they built it up as well with Mo not being able to get a seat and all the people's lame excuses. Yeah. Oh, no, this packet of sauce is sitting there. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like two, though, yeah. would have been enough. Like yeah. maybe just Lindsay Nagel and her packet of soy sauce and comic book guy 
With the belt? Yeah, yeah. Letting Although, his gut hang over. I do yeah. like Agnes Skinner just sets the chair on fire. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you've been there before. Like, you've been at a concert or whatever. It's like, woohoo, free seat next to me. No. <laughs> or at a movie theatre. And, like, yeah. it's even worse when it's, like, spottily empty. Mm. It's like, no, there's a good cluster of three empty seats. Don't sit next to... Oh. <laughs> now we got to share an armrest. Oh, my God, you want to take forward and back? You pick one. You're either forward or you're back. Fuck. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that should be like the pre-movie warning. You know, turn off your mobile phones and agree who's back or forward in the arm. Very simple. (laughs) All right, so play count. How many times have you seen this episode before tonight? At least the once. Yeah, I think just once. Yeah, I've seen this a couple of times. I I like about half of season 21. This is actually where I thought the series picked up in the HD era around 2021-22. So I've seen this a bunch. I don't like it as much now as I did back then, though. I think, yeah, if this episode is one that's getting better from where The Simpsons was, yeah, yeah it's it's a big difference from recovering from the Dark Age to now looking back and going, I actually wasn't that great, but... Yeah, I think it's important that we've had a bit of a back catalogue of episodes now when I feel like I can place this more more favourably, at least, because mm. there are definitely worse episodes. Oh, this one. yes. Ultimately, though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Hmm. How's the integrity of everybody? I uh, don't know. I liked yeah. the um, recurring... What is it? The fog mem- Yeah, the fog yeah. bubble of Lisa. Hey, <laughs> Would you like some candy? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that, and that felt very Simpsons-y. Yeah. But... I don't know. It was such a weird episode, like a montage episode that mm. they've strung together, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, because between the Mo story and the Santa's Little Helper story, they also had another story of Marge and Homer. Yeah, and I felt like that didn't feel right. Like, yeah? Because Moe's is closed, Homer's at home all the time, and he's starting to get under Marge's skin. But I guess her getting so annoyed and trying to drive him to other bars didn't feel like what was going to happen. Right. I don't know. Something else... They just start doing things together, or I don't know, give give that something else. But just her getting annoyed with him pretty quickly is a bit. Also, is he home during the day now? It's weird. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Is yeah. this a weekend thing? Is he just. Do you even have a job anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I like the little much. book gag in that, though. Like when she yeah. keeps being I'll in her just, way and I'll then just yeah. slides on, like, and he's written the message Hey, Marge, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> the rest is Bob Doll's memoirs. Yeah, I actually. I liked those moments where Marge like kept turning and he was there. Yeah, yep. what the like? I liked that, but yeah, I agree. It didn't build up properly. Mm. Knowing Marge, she would have been totally into this. Yeah, and there should have just been a bit more than the original kissing, cuddling scene. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I guess it implies that from this point on, any time she complains about him being at Moe's is like her being kind of a bitch because we know yeah. she doesn't like him being home. Yeah, um, that's right. And if you want to talk about continuity, though, there's a whole bit where to get him out of the house, Marge tries to get him onto golf, and then, you know, he's standing there, and the old, old guy's like, well, you take one swing of golf, and I was hooked for laugh, missed everything. Oh, yeah. That one swing. Homer's golf before, we know this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, he played against Mr. Burns that one time. He wasn't bad at golf either. Exactly. We know he's golf before. He's taken <laughs> that one swing. He used to work at a putt-putt. <laughs> that's that's where Bart was conceived. I know. Or as he wanted to call him, Barf, apparently. Yeah. I think this is an episode of a lot of, like, eh jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, Bart, Barf one wasn't bad, but it's not like, it doesn't really even warrant an expression. It wasn't as sophisticated as when they were like, let's see, art, Bart, cart, dart, e-art. 
no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But the integrity wasn't that off for anybody else, though. But I guess the show as a whole sort of... I mean, anytime you follow any of these B characters, it's going to be a bit left of Simpsons. Mm. Yeah. And that's a good term for it, left of Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone was way off. I just think they used too many characters, but at the same time, not the right... I can't really think... Yeah, what my those complaint like, is what would like, I change? Like, I'm not entirely sure, to be perfectly honest. I think it'd just be a lot of trimming the fat, you know, maybe even getting rid of the Santa's little helper extended gag or something. Like, yeah, I think it's just one of those things because even like in my own script writing and stuff, sometimes I just put a note that says "like this but better," <laughs> and I think that just could be next to almost all, all these parts. It's like it's not that yeah. they're bad; it's just it feels a little bit more utilitarian. They're just getting us from A to B and there's not a lot of joy or fun to be had in it. Yeah, well, they're definitely doing this whole thing so that they can ramp into this big American Idol parody, which even for 2010, that's got to be a little bit dated at that stage. And uh, talking more about how crammed with characters it is, this one was so packed with guest stars. Yeah. So Simon Cowell had a bit of a recurring role in The Simpsons and... Mm. Uh, as we mentioned a few episodes ago, this was his second time on the show, and he is one of the few celebrities to play themselves and another character in the show. Yep. So, uh, as well, they had all the American Idol judges that were there were actually them. We had Randy Jackson, Ellen DeGeneres, Ryan Seacrest, Karen Diogardi, Diogardi, I'm not sure. No idea. <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> and Rupert Murdoch playing himself for the second time in the show. Oh, wow. It was a bit of a non-line as well that they got him in for, wasn't it? This is, yeah, I'm kind of surprised it was him. It's like, you want to watch Fox? No, I want to watch something else. ba da ba ba da ba That's Rupert. Yeah. Oh, is that really what he sounds like? Was that really him? I think that might be I him doing like a, a Rupert Murdoch impersonation. Because oh, I was maybe. like, are they just parodying us or what? Like, yeah. No? No, it was actually Rupert Murdoch. And... He really talks like that, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, he is Aussie. Yeah, just didn't know he's Aussie as, mate. <laughs> I thought he'd moneyed out of this accent by now. Yeah, like yeah. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like a classy Aussie. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Oh, no, it's a Malcolm Turnbull, that's it. <laughs> Finances, NBN, yeah. Okay, how do you swear in that, though? <laughs> so I was explaining to someone today that to learn the Australian accent, you have to learn Australian swearing. The biggest point is fuck either has no U's or five. <laughs> There's no... So that fuck or Fuck. <laughs> Sometimes there's A's. Fuck. Yep. It's all either all consonants or mostly vowels. <laughs> yeah, so can you Malcolm Turnbull? Can I buy a vowel? You. Okay, we have six U's. Oh, I'd like to solve it, please. <laughs> so it's going to be 14 U's. Oh, fuck. Cunt. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Thank you for watching Aussie Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Uh, we call it like winner spinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys think of the American Idol judges anyway? Oh, it was all right. I like the little Ryan Seacrest esque guy had a couple of little good gags. Yeah. Label to camera, label to camera. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. I like <laughs> label to camera. As he's going to stab him with the broken bottle. Yeah. Not bad. The Ellen thing, the point was, what's your ramble on this? Yeah. So, the point was, yeah. she was going to do a ramble, yeah. but I was still like, uh, she's rambling on too much. Yeah. So I, that was just me being picky because that's the joke and I was still like, no. I like that Ellen was down for the joke, but yeah, listening to a um, stream of conscious ramble is still listening to a stream of conscious ramble. Yeah, I think the 
was his name, Randy bit was a bit better where it's like, yeah. and if you think that was a yes, text <laughs> oh, to yeah. 14971. I also liked his breakdown because it implied that that's all that she sung. Yeah. All right, you hit it on happy, uh, a bit pitchy on B-Day, but when you brought it back to, to you, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that she was just good. did that one bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did follow Ellen's ramble in little point notes. <laughs> She went from Ramble to Ramblin' to Allman Brothers to Almonds to Nuts to Dilbert and Dance, question mark? <laughs> so I didn't watch American Idol. I barely watched Australian Idol. I'm guessing that's something she did on when she was a judge on the show. Right in, Ellen. Is that something you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's her and doctors are our biggest supporters. Look, we know how popular we are in America. Yeah, that's Still true. waiting for that reply to my challenge there, Donald Trump. <laughs> Anytime, any place. <laughs> Or should you say Donaldo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you're an illegal Mexican immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Simon Cowell, uh, what do you guys think of his uh, performance in this episode? Fine. Although they did have that joke where he's like, oh, where's he gone? Was he here at all? Oh, it's just my black t-shirt. Let's be fade into the background. Fade? Here. Fade? Here. It's like, no, no, you, you've already gone too far. Just stop doing it. Fade? Here. No, stop. Fade? Here. But what was the joke writing process on that? It was like, it's so surface level. Uh, Simon Cowell wears a black shirt. He must blend in with shadows. Uh. I guess that's all I know about Simon Cowell then. Yeah. He wears yeah. a black shirt and sometimes he's mean on TV. Like, And, yep. he, ha- and he has a f- the flattest of flat tops. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think do a wardrobe thing where he's just got 7,000 black t-shirts. It's a cliche, yeah. but it's a better one than what do you do when you wear a black all the time? I guess you blend in to yeah. the shadows. No, that was dumb. But I, I did like the spirit level on his head, on his flat top head. Yeah. I thought that was a good joke. So let's talk about some of the wacky moments of this episode. So, yeah, the town totally thought the dog's butt was the dog's face. Yeah, they aren't smart, though. So That's true. Yep. Millhouse's uh, dog was not that ugly. Like, that was <laughs> a little bit cute. Yeah. It's true. I think, yeah, Millhouse is just going to lose inherently. You can't make an Lhasa Absa ugly. And he had, that was a, he used to have that toy, didn't he? Puppy Goo Goo? Yeah. yeah. And now he's got a real dog of it. You go, Millhouse. Maybe it turned into a real dog. <gasps> oh, what That's an even episode. Sweeter. <laughs> I'd love that. Oh my God, Puppy Goo Goo is now a real dog. His love turned it real. <laughs> sort of a mixed thing, because yeah, he does have that Puppy Goo Goo, and he has had that dog that we saw in that Lisa Dates Nelson episode, you know, that final shot where he jumps in the air and he's choking yeah. the poor dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Millhouse and his Lassa Absa. Uh, I do have a turtle corner. Well, there's a corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in the beginning, Mr. Teeny is selling monkey diapers. Yeah. But he's not wearing one. Oh, isn't he? No. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yes. Oh, I noticed. <laughs> he's a housebroken performing monkey. But then what, you at least put them on him to sell them. I mean, come on. Yeah, you don't want to buy chimp diapers from a chimp that won't even wear those chimp diapers. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself a better chimp diaper guy. <laughs> but yeah, then was it Greta Tatum then eats one of them? Yeah. Had that sweet cinnamon taste. Yeah. What a time to be a tiger. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. Is Am I angry at that? Or did I just find it not funny? Like. Well, it's weird because, like, why is Teeny happily shilling this? Like, because he, he looks nervous when Dredrick mentions the diaper, but then Sideshow Mel's like, oh, there's sweet cinnamon taste. And Teeny's like, yeah, yeah, try it. You know, put mm. this on one of my relatives and feed him to your tiger. I just feel <laughs> like much. maybe Sideshow Mel would feel a little bit, um, he wouldn't sell out so much. Am I wrong? Like, no, isn't think, he too, like, Shakespearean? I, like, I can care. I feel like Krusty would be flogging this all day, but Mel wouldn't be unless Krusty was making him. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so I do have one as another as well. When Marge drops Homer off of the sports bar, Marge is not wearing a seatbelt. Marge. I know. I was shocked. 
this is going out to millions of families and with children who are going to see this and assume that's okay. Oh my god. As if our position was not clear on the seatbelt issue. <laughs> Wear seatbelts. Won't someone please think of the children? I've even installed seatbelts in this studio. Just I know. <laughs> it's more of a restraint and it's why I'm always in here. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it works. I feel safe. <laughs> there was that one week that you escaped. and <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a fun week. Jordan and Oscar filled in, so <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> yeah, so a few other scenes at the start as well where they were sort of doing this first sort of act sketch show thing. Like with Flanders' Jesus Fish. Yeah. Mm. Again, bringing up the Lisa Goes Gaga episode when... Lady Gaga tears down Flanders. Uh, yeah. It felt like the, another one of those moments where Lisa was like, oh, so the natural selection process made you evolve these fish in the origin of species? Ugh. I'm an atheist and I thought that was condescending. <laughs> she had a really smug little face on too. Yeah. She's like, you know you're eight years old. Don't speak to me like that. <laughs> you're also, you're a Buddhist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Buddhism has creation theory, but probably. Yeah. Buddhist right in. <laughs> and it was a bit where I thought that, like, Flanders had subtly hinted, hit on the natural selection dialogue mm. and, like, Lisa pointing it out was just so obvious. Yeah. And they could have just been a lot more subtle with it. Because also I didn't mind the joke of the one fish that grew legs. And <gasps> Back you go. Yeah. <laughs> and anything else from the start? There are a couple of funny sign gags at the start as well. I liked Whack a Real Mole. Yeah. That was. <laughs> they purposely uh, had some people blocking the line of view for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? Not really. No, I did in that one scene, and I don't know if I'm just missing it every time. But at Mo's in Mo's bar, there was the little two photos of the pin pals and their baseball team oh, from really? way back. Just a quick, brief thing, and I was like, oh. Yeah, Simpsons is all right sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I like that's where the heart of the episode was. <laughs> that you had to look in the background. Okay, where's some hearts? Yeah, you freeze at two minutes forty-five. <laughs> you see a little thump there, but otherwise, no signs of life anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think my big thing on this one would be get rid of that Homer plot line and focus all on Mo being in LA yeah. and maybe interacting with some of the other judges or just because that's where your heart would be that he's found a place for his aggression. And that's a good thing, I guess. Maybe not heart-heart, yeah. heart, but finding your place in the world is a big deal. So Yeah, because like with Simon Cowell especially, don't be the nasty judge. It feels like they are going for that heart moment, but it never yeah. really lands. I'm sure you'll be famous, but you'll be hated. Is that what you really want, Mo? Mm. They built that up for so long, and it was really like just a really short scene. He never even got much of a chance to judge anyone on American yeah. Idol. No. He just told, be nice. And so then well, he was nice, and yeah. that was it. Yeah, there could have definitely been a lot more of a build. And I think, yeah, snipping the margin Homer storyline is definitely the thing to do. And you could have even still had the Santa's Little Helper storyline if you, yeah. you know, peppered in more of the dog actually being insecure. Like, even do things like, oh, he won't even fight with the cat anymore. Yeah, and, like, the cat doesn't want to go for walking him. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I say, get rid of Marge Homer a bit, expand Santa's Little Helper and Moe's bit, and I think we'll have a better episode. Yeah, and. <laughs> The butt thing was so... It was too stupid. Like, there are other ways to ugly up the dog. True. They started off reasonably. It looked goofy. Yeah. But I didn't mind Marge being like, oh, put your humble faces on, kids. Yeah, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah. Then Homer has a hat out of nowhere to just ring in his hands. (laughs) Hat out of nowhere playlist. (laughs) Speaking of which, yes or no, would you watch this episode again? I'm not going to avoid it. Yeah. I don't think I'd go out of my way. I I agree with you. If it was on, I'd watch it, but... If it was told I could never watch it again, it wouldn't 
Yeah. Me at all. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Woe is me. Yeah, I think this is like a hangover, you're on the plane kind of episode only. Yeah, definite plane episode. So we're putting it in the plane playlist. What other playlist can this episode go in? Santa's little helper in shows. Yeah. I'd say American Idol, but like the other American Idol episode, remember the season 16 one we did? And Was it terrible? Yeah, the Lisa and yeah, Homer's right. her manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you don't want to rewatch that. You don't want to do that. Maybe Homer finding new bars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got some good stuff. Uh, Mo getting famous for Flaming Moe's. Oh, and, true. Uh, maybe some other stuff. Yeah, Mo going from rags to riches. <laughs> Except not, not to be confused. <laughs> with the episode called Moe's Rag to Riches. <laughs> so, BT... I think we've already hit on this a lot, but what would you change about this episode? Uh, I already said it. Pull, yeah. pull Marge home a bit, extend the Santa's little help a bit, and Moe's bit. Better episode. Catherine, anything else you'd like to see changed? I don't, I, I don't know. I can't think of where. I. It was fine. It was yeah. all right. It yeah. was there. It's like, here's this <laughs> beige wall. How would you like it changed? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you want? A better wall, but better <laughs> how? <laughs> all right. So, BT, do you have any other notes? Yeah, that perfect combination we ever thought we'd find. Mean, funny, and not British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Even when I wrote that line and then wrote the up arrow to say this is a positive note, I still felt the need to write, it's okay, next to it. Like, <laughs> it's not a full up arrow. I have a lot of diagonal up arrows on this one. Catherine, any other notes? Um, I've just written down that I would watch Somali Pirate Apprentice. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, it's cancelled now, but I, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a few good fake reality shows that he listed off there in that big list. Yep. I did not catch a lot of them. No. I caught Fix Andy Dick. Are you fatter <laughs> than a fifth grader? Ripest Bananas. <laughs> Dancing with Cars bananas. in the Stars. And uh, Leg Swap. That's what I got. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty good rant. Hmm. And I actually liked how Mo got confused and he said, Oh, Armenian Idol. And I looked this up. He goes, so who's their equivalent of Igor Glumov? And that is actually a real person on the real Armenian Idol. Is is like the main judge on Armenian Idol. I think he's the Randy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said he was the Randy Randy. Dachshund substitute. Yeah. (laughs) No, I like that because, yeah, uh, they did run like an international idol where they got all the judges from various versions of idol from across the world onto the one thing. And you could see this is this version of this judge. That's that one of this one. I was like, that's weird. I know you sell format, but still. Yeah, I think I saw that as well. And I don't know if it was Norway, but I think it was. The Idol winner from Norway. like Because everyone comes out and just does their little pop songs. You know, Guy Sebastian or Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. And then this guy from Norway comes out and sings Lithium by Nirvana. Yeah. You know, hey. <laughs> and it was fucking epic. <laughs> Catherine, did you have any other notes? Oh, actually, I enjoyed the first paparazzi photo of Mo and Simon. And oh, it yep. said Simon Cowell and Creature from Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> that I had a bit of a chuckle at. Yeah. But yeah, no, not really. It was really hard to take notes on this one because it felt mm. so much like just quick gags yeah. after the other rather than, oh, this. But gags that were of no real consequence. Yeah. Or, yeah. It felt like a long time till anything of consequence happened. I, I was the same. I was like, wrote about two lines and then just nothing for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was sort of a refreshing thing to have that band candy thing come back. <laughs> So often because mm. it was out of nowhere. Like, why is Lisa coming in from the back room at Moe's? Yeah, where had she come? Where, what, did Homer just bring her there and leave her? I actually didn't think of that when I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, what about that moment where Moe was like, well, why don't you ask me like a bunch of girls now? Like, what the fuck was there that? Maybe they just wanted to use have Moe say dames. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A bunch it was, of dames. You crazy dames. Ask me dames. like a bunch of dames. and. <laughs> 
what is this happening? Yeah. And he already hooked up with Lindsay Nagel. Like, did he need to hear some <laughs> yeah. drunks doing that? Like, you know. I really did love the way she picked up the soy yeah. sauce. Like, my situation has changed. I don't need your fair weather friendship, <laughs> is what I'll say tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't need this soy sauce packet anymore. I enjoyed Ralph's complete, oh, yeah. like, blurred out when they were interviewing people about how mean Mo is. Oh, yeah. He's the last person you'd expect that from. <laughs> I would have liked to have heard what Reverend Lovejoy or Lindsay Nagel were going to say about him. Yeah. yeah they are just the freeze frames, but oh, yeah. that was cute about Ralph. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you could see on all the monitors and stuff. Yeah, and they also had, um, yeah, the bullies going, we hate you, and then disco stew. <laughs> <laughs> so does disco stew. Edit that so it rhymes with something. <laughs> yeah, I was on board with that. But yeah, it's funny. It's the sort of types of gags that I usually don't like in newer episodes that I kind of liked in this yeah, one. Yeah, reasonably well executed. It's just everything around it isn't very interesting. They or all good. kind to be kind of subtle in this episode, yeah. but loads of them. Yeah. So anytime there was one that was kind of good, there were so many that I'd forget like as soon as it yeah. happened. Yeah, maybe this was a season where they're like, hey guys, do you remember subtlety? And they're like, oh shit. We haven't used that for like <laughs> 10 seasons. <laughs> oh, we have another instance of Homer doing his being filled up with water routine. Yeah. No. <laughs> what do you guys think of this bit? Yes. No. I like when he shut the window, you know, just with. Yeah. Looked at Ned, thought, am I going to. That was all right. But. Yeah. <laughs> I was still thinking, what's Abe doing? Like, the whole scene was kind of weird. Yeah. I think we all had a bit of a flinch moment where it went from. The water went up from filling up his cheeks, but then he suddenly bloats out, mm. you know, uh, yeah. leading tune style. And we're like, oh, okay, what are you made of, Homer? Yeah, because we see him do that and get his head filled up with water yeah. in that up, our episode where they're like playing the clown shooting with water pistols thing. And yeah, that was odd. All right, time for my final quick note time that's fast. That's fast? Fast, fast, fast for fast. Okay, well, let's get on with those notes <clears throat> now. Now. So when Bart's going, the amount of effort that we put into this, I missed a whole lot of school. This feels like a retread of yet another old joke from the Grease episode. Mm. Didn't like that. A couple of Mo's jokes at the dog show were a bit like, whoa, like oh, Peter called and said, you can uh, kill this one. And yeah, even the Santa's little helper, even the Koreans won't touch it. I oh, did not like that one. I get that it's Mo the character saying that. Yeah. So You're saying Koreans aren't allowed to touch dogs? Racist? <laughs> <laughs> they famously do not like to pet dogs. Ugly yeah. dogs. They'll, they'll <laughs> pet an attractive one. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. You, know. you see the Korean dog? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Homer's line about being shut out from Moe's, oh, my God, I'll have to drink better beer at half the price yeah. in the comfort of my own home now. Yeah. There's a very astute observation. Mm. And I liked Rich Texan's appearance in this episode. <laughs> I'm no judge, but I am a judge of judging talent. <laughs> Your talent for judging judges is judge talented by this judge. I don't know. It was, it was a good bit, yeah. They managed to fit the words judge and talent in a lot, and that was clever. Why did I write corpse? Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> corpse? Uh oh. What? Oh, no, it was Dr. Nick. He was judging oh, the surgery. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah I, I'm glad I remember it, but yeah, I did not like this no. bit. <laughs> it was just, uh oh. I'm a bad doctor. Yeah, it was a little too easy. LA, the proud home of no football team. Yep. That was good. And yeah, uh, there were a few good montage jokes in that Alabama thing, like the $3 oranges and then the $2 screenplays. And yeah. I liked the line as well. Oh, I love California. It's like someone stepped on New York and scraped <laughs> it on a beach. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, having been to LA, I could say that's exactly what it's like. Right in LA. <laughs> <laughs> New York is my Disneyland and Disneyland is okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> to my extension, New York is okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, American Idol now has more judges than the Supreme Court. Another joke that I like. I didn't originally like Barney's whole thing after Mo goes, oh, I'm not even legally allowed to judge anywhere. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, am I okay to drive? That bit was really shit, but then I really liked it when he goes and drives on his to- on the toilet. Yeah, pulls the uh, toilet paper over his lap like a seatbelt, like Marge should have done. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> I liked <laughs> Moe's, ah, he's all right. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's, he's pretending in the, in the toilets rather than yeah. actually driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drink drive in the toilet, people, not in your cars. <laughs> and even if you do drink drive in the toilet, remember, a toilet paper seatbelt is better than no seatbelt mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> And now you know. My final note is there was a really weird bit with Jay Leno on the TV at Moe's where when they did the zoom into the TV, the voice just changed. Yeah, they switched yeah. from being zoomed towards the TV to like being in the studio audience effectively, but then switched back to the bar. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was very disorienting and jay's the jay leno impression changed like when it started out it was like a really uh, very exaggerated over the top jay leno and then when they zoomed in it was more like homer it was i, yeah, I found it, it profoundly weird. Weird. i found it i keep using profoundly weird in talking this episode you do i don't know if it was that weird. all right well now it is time to rank this thing on the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it participant. But for the good rankings, you've got good, bronze, great, silver, excellent gold, but for the best. Of the very best, you give those unbelievably great episodes cubic zirconia. Now, let me go first. I'm going to show you how it's done. Uh, against my better judgment, I'm giving it a bronze. Uh, just through this talk, I found a lot of gags that I liked. Yeah, the story is a bit mished and muddled together but i feel like i had a good enough time from this i totally recognize that maybe on most other days i'd give this a participant but hey i'm feeling like a nice judge for once so it's a bronze for me how about you bt i mean welcome to one of the other days because i'm on a pure participant yeah this this is textbook participant for me this is neither highs nor lows just pure meh it's you know you could delete forever and i wouldn't mind you could strap me to a chair and force me to watch it and i wouldn't mind other than the straps. But, yeah. <laughs> but at least you'd be safe. <laughs> True. Safe and secure in that chair. <laughs> All right. So he's safe and secure with the participant. How about you, Catherine? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to have to go participant. It felt, thinking about it now, like, you know those games where everyone would write, like, the first sentence of a story and then the yeah. second and fold <laughs> yeah. it over and send it round? Yeah. And then everyone would have a good giggle, like, oh, that, w- that didn't turn out too bad. It was fine. I think maybe on a different day I could have found this funnier, like, had I been drinking or like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but yeah, I'd say it's, yeah, just meh. You heard it here first, people. Watch it stone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, look, that is totally fair. I get where you guys are coming from because I almost came from there myself. So this will make this one a shiny participant all around. This will be joining another season 21 episode, The Bob Next Door, where Sideshow Bob does the face-off routine. Yeah. <laughs> that's super creepy it'll be joining other such episodes as the scorpion's tail which we reviewed recently with jordan mm-hmm. that episode just has us just doing a shitload of warner Herzog impressions <laughs> <laughs> that is fun yep marge gamer where marge gets addicted to world of warcraft regarding margie where she has amnesia uh homer's paternity coot which we also reviewed recently with mm-hmm. michael york and what else and homer versus dignity the one where he gets raped by a panda ah. That happened. 
It's season 12. (laughs) Yeah, that one's a different one because that's literally almost half-half. Like, you hit the halfway of the episode and it just goes down so quickly. Yeah. Oh, and you could even say the first act is gold and then it just tanks. Yeah, it's a weird one to review. Very weird one. All right, now before we get to the next episode, is that reputation justified? Is that reputation justified? Dilling. Old mate Robert Kangy of IGN. Okay, so will they give it 11 out of 10? <laughs> Just like it's like the We Rate Dogs Twitter feed. Yeah. Stop <laughs> rating all of them 13. It means nothing if they're all 13. But all dogs are. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> I love the ones where he thinks they're other things. This is clearly a polar bear, but still, 13 out of 10. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Robert Canning, old mate from IGN, gave this episode a 6.5 said this was passable, but the guests were wooden and unfunny. The guests, who got like eight lines altogether. Yeah. That's the problem here. (laughs) Well, there are other things, but I just look for the quick bullet points. Yeah, but like a 6.5 from IGN means like they wouldn't even feed it to a dog. I've just got dogs (laughs) on my head now. I'll retake that. (laughs) They they couldn't even feed it to a dog's butt that was looking like a face. (laughs) And from the AV Club, Todd Vanderwerf... Awesome. Because that's a name. That is a name, and it's awesome. What's this Vanderworth? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What's Vanderworth with you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, from the AV Club, they gave this episode a D. Wow. So this is like their failure pit. Wow. But he actually had an interesting point that he watched this on the same night that he was reviewing the Lost Finale and Breaking Bad's Fly episode, and he's just like, it really drove home how tired the show is. (laughs) I mean, it's not our fault that Todd's an idiot. (laughs) Also, I just, the name Todd immediately makes me think, oh, you're a tool. So I have to vehemently disagree with what you're saying, Todd. Talking about Breaking Bad as well, that fucking dead-eyed (laughs) opie fuck. (laughs) Uh, For me, Todd is still BoJack Horseman. Shut up, Todd. (laughs) Oh my God, for Breaking Bad as well. I've never thought about that. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I don't know about the Lost finale, but yeah, if you're definitely putting it against Breaking Bad in one of their most spectacular bottle episodes. Yeah, you can't watch, even early classic Simpsons, Mm. you can't compare it to like the yeah. to Breaking Bad or yeah. to Lost, even if, you know, however you feel about that. They're all, you know. Yeah. yeah. Apples and oranges. Yeah. No, that's right. But yeah, I thought it was amazing that he gave it such a low score. I, I never thought it was failure. No. no I don't think no. any of us even skirted the pit. Yeah. So. No, definitely not. All right. Now it's time for our next episode where we're going to season 16's She Used to Be My Girl. This is the one with Kim Cattrall from Sex in the City and Mannequin. And a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She just keeps popping up places. It's weird. She sure does. She do. I would have said one of her witty catchphrases from Sex in the City, but I've never. I don't I'll remember. do him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our teens episode, which was season 16, episode 4, She Used to Be My Girl. This was first released in December of Ought 4. It was directed by Matthew Nastuck. I have to say that really carefully because his name is an anagram of Nutsack. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like Curtis Cunsack. Yeah. (laughs) And it was written by... Tim, Tim Long. Long. <laughs> Every time you pause, I know it's Tim Long now. It could be John Frank, to be fair. It's someone on your shit list. Yeah. <laughs> In this episode, 
Marge's old high school friend appears on the television doing uh, journalism reporting and news reporting and uh, Marge tells Lisa of her old ambitions as a journalist that changed when she had a family and the Simpsons beat up with uh, Chloe, anyone catch her last name? News. (laughs) Chloe Newsmaker, Chloe Talbot. And the family catches up with Chloe Talbot and Lisa's immediately enamoured with her and tries mm. to be like her. And then there's a tense scene when the Springfield volcano goes off. Guys, what did you think? Uh, I got some genuine laughs out of this one. I think this is a great one for kind of jokes in passing. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I'd never seen it before. I, oh, really? Yeah, and I enjoyed this one. I thought May it was as fun. well peel that question off. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode before today, tonight? Either none or one. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this a few times. Uh, for some reason, it's reminding me of like Foxtel binges and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I have seen it a few times before. But yeah, just general impressions. <sighs> I'm really I'm kind of split on this one because I do like a lot of the jokes, but they're not exactly quotable jokes. And story, I like what they're doing. I just don't know if they quite do it well enough. Yeah, there was some definite bad material from this episode. I'll just point yeah. it out for my moment that sticks out from this episode for better or worse. I'm going worse is... Homer's involvement in the story actually really annoyed me. Mm. His repeating jokes with choking Bart were just uncomfortable and not funny. Yeah, I think he had some of the best and worst material in this one. Yeah. So, again, it was some of his jokes in passing I really got a laugh out of. Yeah, well, I mean, that thing at the women's conference where it's, what do you women want? I really didn't like that. It sort mm. of, it just seemed provoked from nothing. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I can appreciate they were going for like, uh, okay, I'll go save the kids. You stay here. Like, boo. Yeah. And, but if you had someone then yell at him for like, don't tell her where to stay. Have that, I yeah. suppose. A little more explanation as to what they're doing there. Cause... But it also had the social commentary complexity of something that you'd expect written by Tim Long. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very Tim Long joke. Yeah, very much. And yeah, like I said, I didn't like any of the choking gags. And especially when they brought it in at the end, like that ending just sort of limped to the finish once they got back at home. And mm. yeah, Marge had that weird fantasy about calling a hockey game or something. The Miracle on Ice never happened? Yeah. No. What? Miracle on Ice is a big deal. The US, Russia. Beat Russia. Oh. Big deal. Cod War. Big, big deal. Oh, was it? Yeah, well, see, you should know because there's that... I'm surprised you know. You hate sports more than I do. There's that American... And you, you were wearing the shirt last time that said, <laughs> I hate sports practically. I, You know, I'm a 90s kid. I love Mighty Ducks. I yeah? pretended yeah. I cared about hockey. You gotta, so sorry. you got to know your sporting movie history. <laughs> yeah. There's some good movies about yeah. it. You should know from the American Dad episode where they find out the Miracle on Ice only happened because of steroid doping and Stan oh, Smith is crushed. Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. Oh. I think there's a hockey movie with Gene Hackman in it called something. I can't remember. <laughs> BT, what is a moment from the episode that stood out to you for better or worse? I'm going to pick two because they were back to back for the first segment to credits out and then returning from credits in. Yeah. Because at this point I was like, oh, yeah, this is an okay-ish episode. Then there's these two bits happen. I immediately went, fuck, this is going to be terrible, isn't it? And that was... Oh, we only stay in this town because of my ankle bracelet. Why uh, do you show everybody that still frame? Oh. Yeah. And I was like, it's why a- the fuck did that hold for so long? It was so... Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the line, it's a conversation starter. What kind of act break is that? Yeah. But if they'd, if they'd broken straight from, it's a conversation starter, and then had that followed up with... I got it by breaking into a bar or, I don't know, something. Yeah. Would have been fine. I but broke then, into an ankle bracelet factory. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But then to hold on that shot for, like, 
two, three seconds, and then have Marge go, oh. And then you come back and uh, what's-her-face news journalist, Kim Cattrall. Chloe Talbot. Yeah, whatever. Is all, and this is the dance they do before they execute the Chinese. Oh, and then, oh that was, yeah. And then Homer comes in, ah, ching, ah, 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 what? I'm choking on a chicken bone. It's like, I'm, at this point, I'm like, oh, no, this episode is going to suck. Thankfully, that was kind of a false flag because it did get better from there. Yeah. But it was just such a low point. I'm like, I was nearly like, okay, close the notebook. I'm already done. <laughs> yeah, that bit was... What What was the dance of the Chinese government? The Chinese dissidents have to do the dance before they're executed. Mm, so, yeah, just largely uncomfortable. And then Homer's chicken bone thing and then him rolling on the floor yeah. a bit later. Same chicken bone. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, it was just such a low point. I'm like, oh, this is... I like this purging some of the bad notes because there was a lot of that this episode I liked. Um, how about you, Catherine? What's a moment from this episode, for better or worse, that stood out to you? Look, I love Marge and Homer's high school principal. Yeah, Dunderlinger? Yeah, I am always going to be happy to see him. So, And I liked, mm-hmm. unlike sort of the last episode we watched, there was a lot of little cameos in this one, but everyone was just sort of on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like some of the best laughs I got were from Wiggum. Dondelinger giving them the awards. Yeah. I really like that. And I, I really love a Marge-centric episode. Yeah. There's not you as know. many of them as there should be. And it wasn't quite Marge-centric, but, you know, there was enough of her. Yeah, definitely. I felt like it was also hitting on a good thing about Marge's decision to stay at home and, you know, be a family woman as mm-hmm. well. And, yeah, having a look at the whole sliding doors sort of aspect of what she could have been. Mm. I just don't, yeah, don't feel like it was also particularly strong. Felt like it was hitting the right beats, not in the right way. Yeah, I think it had a good idea to follow that kind of through line for Marge, but just didn't follow it quite as well. Yeah. So, sorry, were there some particular moments? Or I absolutely hated, my absolute worst thing was the kebab stick gag. Yeah. With Grandma Simpson. I'm like, I know exactly what he's going to stay. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what's going to happen. Yep. And it's, ter- you know, that bit I really hated. Yeah, and you could see that as well. The one too many, uh-oh. Yeah, and I, I was just sitting there going, well, why did that happen? Because that was actually, this is the best thing I've had, you know. On, yeah. You know. There were so many bits in this episode that sort of I was like, why is that here mm. when you've just had this moment and I enjoyed <laughs> this moment? And yeah. every it kind of every time I'd go, yeah, I love this, there'd be almost totally afterwards a bit that was like, well, I hate this episode. Mm. Yeah, they pulled it so, immediately back yeah. down. I did have the opposite of that, where we went from something I didn't like to something we did, and I can't remember what the lead-up is, but it's like, uh, when they mentioned the two-headed goat. Oh, yeah. one eats health food, one eats tin cans, and how like, they manage to solve crime. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but it was like, <laughs> that was the statue, line that solved me. Yeah, but, but it solves crimes. I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah, from two-headed goat, which I didn't like, to two-headed goat that solves crimes, I, I liked Yeah, but I'm glad you brought up the acupuncture joke because this episode has a lot of these moments that I feel like are worse versions of jokes they've done better in the past. So that one, the acupuncture, you know, Grandpa, oh, it's fixed all my health problems. Oh, one too many. I'm going to die now. Mm -hmm. Feels like the one where Jasper Jasper gets gets blind. (laughs) Cataracts are gone. All the colors are rainbow. (laughs) Blind. Well, easy. easy, easy. (laughs) Yeah. Ultimately, though, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Hmm. I don't think... Okay, there was one massive out-of-character moment for Marge where she very much instigated the fight with Chloe. Yeah. It was half uh, a wine deep, though, which I thought was really cute, like Marge. Like, you know, Mummy has one half glass of wine. (laughs) Excuse me, Marge. Yeah. 
yeah, decent enough explanation though. But you just see her fucking start pushing Chloe, and yeah. she's the only one that lands actually a hit that we see in the fight. Yeah, well, it's a weird lead-in though because the scene before that, Homer and Marge are already in bed, and it's like there's no implication that Lisa is being held out late with Chloe. Yeah. So it's weird to go from Marge was nearly going to go to sleep to being angry on the lawn that you aren't back yet. It's a weird... Like, she should have been pacing or something. Oh, she should have been drinking in bed. There and Homer's go. like, what are you doing? You never drink in bed. Lunch. Only one of us is usually drunk in bed. Yeah, so you even get a joke out of it. <laughs> Although you, you have to take the fight and the weird lead up to that for the yeah. Irish strength <laughs> Yeah, I did enjoy that. It yes. went, I don't know if I liked it because it did go on for that tiny bit too long. Or I didn't like it as much. Well, it, I like the, it wouldn't have worked if the can didn't play Tuarulua. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, that so much. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, as an Irishman, how do you feel about this, Elliot J O'Neill? Uh, uh, Catherine, you're Irish too, as well. <laughs> yeah, we've just got a, a proud heritage of bar fights, and <laughs> so I'm the only one here who's not allowed to laugh at that. Right. <laughs> you can't take a punch, can you? Just like your mother. <laughs> That's from the Liam Neeson episode. Oh. Uh, Oh, that's actually Wait, in this season as well, yeah. Tablet, yeah. But yeah, I did like Shine to Be Gone as well. Like mm-hmm. that, it did drag on, but I did, yeah, like it as a visual thing and hearing a bit of Tora Laura. Ah, uh, takes you back to the Emerald Isle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you've been to it Ireland. It ain't that great. <laughs> a lot of emeralds. Lots of isles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Curiously, a lot of Aussie pubs over there. <laughs> It, right. is, it is weird to go to another country and go to a walkabout pub. You're like, I feel at home, but also not. Yeah. What is a spider bite? What are these drinks that they <laughs> think we drink? Yeah, what, you have Foster's on tap? I've never seen that before. I'm yeah. at home at this Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> when yeah. I, my, my family went to Paris uh, after we came out from the Moulin Rouge, straight, it was like, where are we going to go to drink now? And straight across the road from there is the Aussie bar. And we were like... <laughs> Well, when in in Paris. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's like international beers, Tui's extra try. (laughs) That that was not worth bringing all the way over here. (laughs) Tell you what, run some Stella through a sock. You've got Tui's extra try. (laughs) Stella does taste like a sock already. (laughs) Yeah, double sock. (laughs) Double sock filtered. Uh, so yeah, as integrity-wise though, yeah, Marge sort of lashing out violently sort of I felt was off, but I did like how they played with her getting jealous of uh, Lisa's admiration of Chloe. Mm. I also like that they made it, it wasn't someone she just met, mm-hmm. it was someone she knew from high school, so that you could play on the yeah. resentment. Maybe she had been thinking about this a lot longer than we were all, you know, in the episode, like on and off, she'd thought of Chloe and thought, oh, I wish I'd done that, maybe. Yeah, the fact that it wasn't uh, a, a totally new person to Marge made it a, a, a much more of a mirror of, this is how your life could have gone if you weren't knocked up. Yeah. Yeah, although they do mention that Marge goes, oh, and then my decision was final when God brought me a miracle. And after much debate, we have worked out that there was a bit of time between Homer and Marge getting together in high school and then Marge getting knocked up. Yeah. Like sadgasm. Yeah. <laughs> First they went to the 90s and then <laughs> they went back to the 80s to have Bart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put like the timeline at about 8 to 10 years after high school is when Bart arrived. Mm. Integrity-wise though, I don't feel like anything else was really off. No, it feels like they could have earned that Marge fight a little bit more, yep. but again, I do like the half glass of wine and they were building to it. I think this one I think the one thing this episode does well is it does build a lot more it's not immediately into hating chloe what's her face yes yeah. there's a little bit more she comes to dinner and 
kind of shows off a little bit and they kind of they earn that a little bit more yeah she definitely shows her strength as a reporter first mm. and yeah shows how she's a hard-hitting newswoman and goes deep to get in the real scoop of the yeah, story and lisa spends several scenes talking about her and you know they build it it could have been better built but it was still built Oh, Cookie Kwan, actually. Yeah. Would she have had a little baby with uh, Maya Quimby? So, yeah, this ties into integrity and wackiness of this episode. We'll talk about the wackiness. Yeah, Cookie Kwan having a random baby with Quimby. That was weird. Well, she did try to pick up Homer that one time just because she was newly single. Maybe she's not too fussed. She's just looking to, you know, to, to tie that down. Although, I don't get why Quimby then took the baby and had the security guard put glasses on it. Because he's to like, raise, it raise as this own. as your own. Oh, is that what he said yeah. there? Oh. Yeah, I do like the security guard's own signature is just glasses. <laughs> I liked his little smile when yeah. he saw the... Oh, <laughs> like, that was cute. I'm attached now. So how about some other wacky moments? So the big volcano moment at the end as well. What do you guys think of how that played out? I, I feel like I can hear the spirit of Jordan saying, like... Lava would kill them at that rate. <laughs> like, I just feel like I can hear that out in the universe. Yeah. Because it's right next to them. So. <laughs> I love to cameraman. Uh, what are we doing about this here, Kano? Um, I've been to Afghanistan. I've been to, oh my God, I'm such a lot. You know, yeah. I enjoyed that a little bit. His little false imposter syndrome. Although that did also remind me of another joke they've done earlier. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of Mo and the lie detector test. Yeah. Dinner alone. Watching TV <laughs> alone. All right. Ogling ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. Sears <sighs> <his> catalog. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't totally mind that joke. Uh, and they did, like, another Simpsons education thing. I now know the difference between lava and magma. <laughs> oh, you yeah. didn't before? Nope. You know what a stalagmite is and a stalactite? Yes, because a stalagmite um, has to hold on tight to stay on the roof, <laughs> and a stalagmite might reach the stalactite if it tries long enough. There you go. <laughs> this has been Splodunking with the Simpsons in <laughs> Splodunking? <laughs> Cave diving. <laughs> no, but the, the volcano... Uh, it's hard to say if my favourite was the stilts gag or the Chief Wiggum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Homer learning how to walk naked on stilts is pretty damn impressive. Good news, Mark. <laughs> he just walks in and announces it. <laughs> yeah, perfect framing of the joke as well. To, yeah. yeah, cut Homer above the knees. But yeah, Chief Wiggum's line as well. That was fantastic, wasn't it? You shouldn't be here. I don't know why I'm here either. This lover isn't a criminal. <laughs> Doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. I didn't really like the guy drowning in the lava over there. Yeah, either. it didn't need the second bite of, uh, it didn't hurt anybody I know. It's like, it was just funny of, yeah, what, what am I supposed to do? Arrest the lava? <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed, if they had have skipped out that and then done, aren't you a father? You should be gone. Oh, yeah, I'm a cop first, then a boat enthusiast, <laughs> then a yo-yo diner, then a cop again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that uh, was really good. Talking about the complexity of his own character. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great uh, appearance from Wiggum in a, yeah, nice, big, wacky, final, tense scene. I felt like, yeah, the drama was sort of a bit manufactured, but I'm going to say I liked uh, Marge's sort of Aladdin-esque hopping the stones as mm. they were going into the lava. reminded me of the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, a little bit of wackiness for where hair's on fire. It's like, Mom, your hair. Oh, it's two hours till it hits my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, this is like at the point that I was starting to get a bit sweeter on the episode because mm. I felt like it definitely got better the longer it went on. Yeah. It had a good middle. Yeah, you know, mm. like, I think for the middle on it was a lot better from the, from naked on stilts onward. Yeah, because yeah, the first part was a bit of a slog, lots of eye rolly stuff. But how did they build up the heart in these moments? How'd you guys like the bumps? I guess I feel like that maybe is the big failing. Where I know there's a scene where Lisa talks about admiring Marge. I don't even remember what's said 
Oh, in the, in the bathroom mm. when she's wiping Homer rules out of crime. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> right at the end when they're all... Why would the... he write his name in crime? <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, at the end when they're all on the couch and Lisa oh. says something, and I know it's there, but I feel it just had such little impact, I don't really care. I thought it was sweet in the bathroom when she's like, oh, you know, you know, you do lovely stuff, mum. And we're all, oh, see ya. Like, you know, for an mm. eight-year-old, yeah. she really did try to be yeah. a friend. I, th- I think that was a good scene because... She realizes what's happening. She tries, but she's also really excited. So she actually, oh, we got to go. Bye. But yeah. I think they wanted to show maybe Marge feeling a bit disappointed, but then mm. they changed it to jealousy and then straight back to, no, I'm happy I'm a mum. So yeah. none of them were really pushed far enough for me to be sad or feel yeah. it for Marge. Yeah, it just wasn't consistent enough in its motivations. Yeah. yeah, they kind of had these good sort of tentpole moments of – the fight and the lava thing, and they were sort of like the right escalations for the story, but yeah, didn't feel like it earned it building up to it. Although I kind of like Lisa as a stowaway as well, like getting really excited to see a women's conference. Mm. But at that post credit scene at the end. Yeah. Oh, that almost, that really made me rethink the whole episode. I've just put SpongeBob, boo. Yeah, yeah. Right. SpongeBob equals dick. <laughs> but this is one of these Simpsons like parodies of another show that, uh, let's see, aired in 2004. So SpongeBob is definitely up and coming and making all the social impact at the time. Mm-hmm. And they've just got such a toothless comment to make on his character. Oh, he's a wacky little sponge. And it's like, yeah, we fucking know that. We noticed. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. We knew he was wacky. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also weird of Lisa. Like, I get you yeah. scared and you're like, oh, let's throw it out. Jesus, Buddha. You know, like Homer's done before. Superman. Yeah, true. But she was just like, yeah. who cares? I'm too scared. SpongeBob. Why would she throw in SpongeBob? You'd mm. think she would have thrown in maybe some more real, like, religious thing or something else that was just a weird little thing. Yeah, yeah. or maybe Malibu Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, true. That would have been good. <laughs> Don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Can't even bend my elbows. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't actually have too much about the heart. Like, I felt like they were definitely going for it. There were, like, little nice touches, like Lisa, how she throws on the pink scarf, just like mm-hmm. Chloe as well, building up Marge's jealousy. It's a neckerchief. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not that into fashion. <laughs> you gotta know things, man. <laughs> so, how about the guest star of this episode? Only one guest star. It was Kim Cattrall as Chloe. How did we think she did? Yeah. I didn't have right. didn't have any like big standout moments, but I think she was very serviceable. I enjoyed her talking to Kent Brockman. Hit mm. any yeah. pedestrians lately? <laughs> <laughs> Those records are sealed. <laughs> I enjoyed that. She had a bit of spark to it. She brought mm-hmm. some flavor to yep. the character. Yeah, and I liked how everybody was reacting to her celebrity as well. Like how Homer like does the little like digging his foot into the ground. I saw you on the television. <laughs> And then Tom Broker, oh, would you like to come to the celebrity racquetball game? <laughs> no, they were very cute. Like, she sort of, it was more of a serviceable character than anything that, like, mm. stands out. And I thought this was a good move because, especially at the time, like, Kim Cattrall, if you don't know, was in Sex and the City. I don't remember her character's name, but... She was such a Samantha. Oh, she was the Samantha <laughs> of the group. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was very, um... Promiscuous. Uh, Fashiony, like... Sex positive. Girl about town. Yeah. Just throwing out shit now. (laughs) (laughs) She wore hats. Well, yeah. So she was very like out there sexually as well. So it would have been very easy for any show that she was going to cameo on to do. Those kind of jokes. Yeah. To do that character. But yeah, it couldn't have been anything far from it, which I thought was good because it really did show off um, her acting range a bit better than just being the Samantha. Yeah. Pretty much. So, like, had any of you guys got any uh, history with Sex in the City, Catherine? No, never watched it. I was too young when it came out, and then yep. I just, no, not my cup of tea. 
Yeah, Pete? Uh, I watched it to learn things about women. <laughs> Did that work? I don't know. But I can now talk to them about Sex in the City, so... <laughs> well, there you go. Win, I guess? I you must know. be good at like asking rhetorical questions that help summarise the situation you were just in. <laughs> Surprisingly not. Have I not just done a podcast? <laughs> Ask me rhetorical questions I can then answer to forward the my own plot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was a terrible th- writing device. Yeah. Yeah, I I was like mixed on the show. It's obviously not for me, but I do have one funny sex in the city story. Is uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh she was really into it, and so this was back when I was living at my mum's place and we were watching it, you know, having dinner and sort of mum comes and sits down and you know, starts watching it with us. And then they get into the whole thing. One of the characters' boyfriend has asked her to do anal. And (laughs) they are dancing around it really delicately. Like, the script is just so like fantastic with its dancing around the actual subject, never once saying the word sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And mum's clearly getting uncomfortable (laughs) because we all know what they're talking about. So the scene has, like, each of the women just sort of coming into the conversation and expressing their opinion. And then Samantha comes in and just goes, a hole's a hole. And at that moment, mum goes, can we change the channel? (laughs) Classic your mum line. Yeah. (laughs) Can we change the channel? Sue (laughs) O'Neill. So yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah. I think I would. Yeah, I feel like I would. Yeah, I feel like this would go well in a hangover test, maybe like a playlist. What playlist does this belong in? I know there's one where Kent Brockman feels like he's being challenged by someone who's used to work with him, went out of town. Oh, yeah. That episode. <laughs> Other news readers. As you, one of you said while we were watching the episode, a mm. dog scooting episode? Yes. yes. <laughs> Weird fucking yeah. through line. How do we keep doing this on the Simpsons Index? We accidentally find through lines. Yes, there was a scene where Marge is telling about Santa's little helper's impacted anal gland, and then he scoots along frame. Can we make three for three? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, so that's a weird reoccurrence. Were there any other volcano episodes? Oh, there's the one where they go to the missionary in um, uh, Homer does the missionary work. Oh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Tahiti or somewhere. Um, yeah. And there's also the episode where they're in Japan on that game show. They have to ah. cross the volcano. Ah, yep. but yep. that's just an orange-flavoured trick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it burns! <laughs> Barney helicopter. Yeah! Uh, yes. There's another weird through line. So, yeah, Barney must have still been sober at this stage. Mm. Yeah, see, I didn't really like the flashback where they had her kissing Barney and then he just chugs brake fluid. Yeah, that's what that... Sorry, I have a note here that says brake fluid. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it was when he chugs brake fluid. It's like, why? Like, he could have at least said, I love you, alcohol, but and then chug brake fluid because he doesn't know any better. But yeah. just to intentionally drink brake fluid, I don't... It's not a joke. No, and it's... It's not even like one of these high school highs, you know, like sniffing glue or sniffing petrol or something like that. It's like not one of those cheap accessible highs that like, it could have just been beer. To to be fair, a thumb is definitely not on the pulse of the youth of today. Maybe chugging brake fluid is the new thing. (laughs) Kids, wear seatbelts and don't chug brake fluid. Yeah, yeah, I think like pretty good for playlists. Or you could have like a sneaking out playlist. Like I like when Lisa puts the statue in yeah. the Statue of Liberty. Uh, Points become her hair. Yeah, yeah. Or when she's like outside on the tree, like, wait, do I really want to go? Maybe I'm having said Bart just shoves off. <laughs> yeah. I like that bit. That was fun. Thanks for sa- breaking my landing. What? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an excellent Bart line. BT, 
What would you change about this episode? I would just focus a little more on Marge's motivation. I think that's really the biggest problem here. Just keep that consistent. Yep. I think everything else is good enough. Yeah, that'd be one. If she's jealous or if she feels unfulfilled, and just kind of focus on that a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Catherine, is there anything you'd like to change about this episode? No, not that I can think of. I think you were mm. right. That's pretty much it. If Marge was a bit more focused in what we were meant to feel for her, are we meant to feel sorry for Marge? Are we meant mm. to be on Marge's side? Like, Yeah. You know, I really actually would have liked to see Marge trying to involve Lisa in some of the housekeeper duties. I know this is sort of retreading the ground that we saw in separate vocations, you know, mm. when Lisa gets the study that says she's meant to be a homemaker. Yeah, but it's also been like 15 years since that episode. And there's different ways that you can do it, you know, not just look at me make smiley bacon and eggs in the morning, you know. Mm. Yeah, outline how maybe it's not glamorous but it's important or something like that. And I get to raise three beautiful children and then you have like... Bart and Maggie, like, rip up the lawn on a go-kart or something. <laughs> well, they, she, they could have even just done it. Yeah, look, I'm Marge. I'm, I'm awesome. I, I was just as good as her, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to. So there you go, Lisa. There's no yep. problem in it. Yeah. You know? Let's see her do the dishes like I can do. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, how many dudes you know flow like this? I don't. That's, quite <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty 2004 does, reference, yeah. wasn't it? Like, <laughs> Why out of all the rappers in the world did Scribe come in my head right now? I will not know. So, musical moments. We had a brief clip of We Are the Champions as the Fox News truck rolls by. And then it's just, it stops just before it fully reveals it's got Bush Cheney 06 or whatever it is. 04, yeah. 04, yeah. It was interesting that they did that. I don't think there were any other musical moments. Other than Turalura. Catherine, do you have any other notes? Oh, I enjoyed, what was it? Sexy Asians against, oh, that's annoying me now. Yeah, it's like oh. sexuations talk against... Against wage disparity. Yeah. Disparity. I enjoyed that. Quick little sign gag, you know. Mm. You know. There if you're paying attention, which, yeah. yeah. And I wish they'd just stuck to that. Yeah. And then not had the boo, yeah. the boo, and then it was... A little too much yeah. at the expense of. Well, yeah, what I hated, like, it just felt like it was written by a man. <laughs> like... <laughs> to be fair, we're not entirely sure Tim Long is human, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's celibate, though. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a classic incel. I was about to say, if he is, it was not his choice. Oh, and I enjoyed uh, Barney saving Chloe. And yeah. then how about yeah. Two Minutes of Pity's Eggs? Is there any other kind? <laughs> oh, yeah, that and then cute. they play the Sex in the City yeah. theme over the copter sex. Oh, oh wait, they're it. fucking in the copter. <laughs> Kids, don't fuck in helicopters. It's dangerous. Or if you do, wear seatbelts. <laughs> And don't drink brake fluid while having sex in a helicopter without a seatbelt. But yeah, I thought that was great because it was a great way to yeah remind us that Barney's done this helicopter thing. He's sober now, so that that flashback at the start wasn't pointless either. Mm. BT, any other notes? I do. I've got, honey, you're the like the tape that's hold this family together, like the tape that holds my car together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two halves of my car. The two, the two halves. <laughs> was good and yep. um, Marge is like well that's it she's off the Christmas card list honey Marge let's think about this yeah. <laughs> don't make any rash decisions yeah one final bit is when Quimby's like uh, I demand these questions be submitted in writing and then they give them to him and he eats them hmm who else is demanding questions be submitted in writing so he can potentially eat them and not answer <laughs> them <laughs> fight me Trump fight me oh my god yeah he's been watching so much Fox News he must have just like bumped over to regular Fox mm-hmm just Watch a, some Simpsons. Going, just got this great idea from these yellow guys. <laughs> they might be communists, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one. Quimby, Mayor Quimby and suspected illegal immigrant. That, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. enjoyed that little. There were some weird things with Quimby in this episode, though. Like, 
yeah, the whole error thing from the baby and then Bart going, I'm going to do a scam, you know, I'm going to error say he's my dad. And it's like, it felt like they were trying to go somewhere with that, but like, I don't know why they didn't if they weren't going to go anywhere with it. Yeah, I, I kind of pretty quickly felt like that wasn't going to be the plot point. I suppose that's the, yeah. it would only be Quimby that would make someone from like international news like Chloe Talbot come. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no, definitely. Yeah. And, I don't know. I thought most of the scandal stuff was pretty weak source as well, mm. especially because it didn't really have a resolution mm. well, to any of it. Well, it was just it. a vehicle to get us started, so. Yeah, it, it essentially, yeah, it was only that. There could have been something else happening in Springfield that could have got some uh, bigger attention there. A lot of potential there. Yeah, this episode did feel like it just had a lot of intention, uh, uh, potential that it didn't live up to. Mm. But, I mean, ultimately it was an okay-ish ride. Mm-hmm. All right, time for final note time. That's fast. That's fast. I felt like they almost had a good bit with feeding Santa's little helper the pill with the wrapping it in cheese mm-hmm. and then Homer taking it, but then they overstepped it with Homer being, oh, Marge, remember when we used to feed cheese to each other? Yeah. Then came the heart attacks. Yeah. yeah. When Marge goes, oh, this is exciting when Juice was on the loose, and Lisa goes, he's still on the loose. <gasps> I like that because it is now relevant again. <laughs> But wasn't he in jail in 2004 from that armed robbery? I thought he was. I thought this was around the time that he did the If I Did It book thing. Maybe he was between jails. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in and out a lot. Mm -hmm. And now isn't he running for, like, Senate? The world sucks. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) He'll win. So Mayor Quimby did an excellent move to distract attention with uh, the very cute puppy, which, again, 13 out of 10. Yep. <laughs> I, I was very placated from that. Yep. 13 out of 10 would be distracted by. <laughs> would forgive a worse episode of The Simpsons for. <laughs> I liked the chore wheel, but I didn't like the gag that they pulled out of it. Maggie picking up the dry cleaning. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There was a better joke to do there. I really hated the joke where Chloe was... Like, oh, I'm sick of all this greasy catering, and then they cut to Luigi, and he does stereotypical Italia. But not only that, it's also like, oh, I'm from Italy, which looks like a boot. Who knew? It's like, I feel like the writer literally just learned that. He's <laughs> like, no one knows this. I'm going to put it in as a joke. Like, no, no, pe- people know that. Yeah. They, it's another case of them doing a joke that they'd already done better. Like, mm. oh, no, I don't speak Italian. I only speak okay. a broken English. <laughs> yeah. you know, was like, a great joke. That was cool, but the it's a bo- why you, there's no need for you to be there, Luigi, for that mm. terrible throwaway. And it, yeah, it, uh, when it's about the map, it's not even about the food. Yeah. And yeah, it's such a surface level geography joke. It's like, oh, did you know Greenland's icy? <sighs> Iceland is still really cold and I anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, really need to watch The Mighty Ducks too because my God, <laughs> that is just a brilliant movie. I have not seen the D series in a very long time. Oh my God, now I've forgotten. Is it Iceland that they're playing or Greenland? Which one's covered in ice again? <laughs> Greenland. <laughs> so it was Greenland with the bad guys. They're the Mighty oh, Ducks. Oh, are they? No, Iceland, Iceland. Iceland's very green, she says to Emilio Estevez as oh. they're having ice creams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring it back to hockey. Well, yeah, I've only seen, I only remember seeing Mighty Ducks 1 in theatres. I think you mean Champions. Yeah, Champions. Uh, is that what it's called? One. Yeah. <laughs> Gets mistakenly retroactively branded as Mighty Ducks 1. Yeah. Second one was called Mighty Ducks. The third one was when they went to that posh school. Yeah. I have hijacked this podcast and turned it into <laughs> the. Welcome Mighty to the <laughs> Mighty Ducks podcast. A three part podcast. <laughs> uh, seven at least. Really? You gotta really dissect these movies. Man. It was the, ca- the cartoon. 
when they were oh, actual right. dust. I remember that. Which is a weird step yeah. to take. It's like, hey, okay, we've got this sports movie. It's doing really well. We're going to make a cartoon series. Oh, okay, about sports? No, about ducks with superpowers. Yeah. Wait, what? They can make the hockey mask sort of duck. It's yeah. still just the connection. The 90s, it was a weird time. It was a weird time. And I do, I do miss the era when really unexpected... Movies got kids TV series. Oh, like The Mask and Men in Black. Or and... Toxic Crusaders. Yeah. Um, I loved Robocop. the Toxic Avengers as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Robocop as well. Yeah. Yeah, Bill and Ted briefly got one. Oh my God, yes. Are you serious? Yes, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. It's like, it was almost like giving Cheech and Chong an animated series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that, that's amazing. Yeah, and... and it just doesn't happen anymore. No, now we live in the time of 10 to 20 year later reboots like Bill and Ted 3 that's going to happen. Yeah. That will not be good. Where's like the Juno Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> or Inception? I would watch the shit out of Saturday morning Inception. <laughs> Call me Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, the Christopher Nolan cartoon series. Is <laughs> Interstellar, the animated series. <laughs> I really... Uh, I, f- I didn't like the Bob Dylan appearance either. No, that was too much. It's too, yeah. Yeah, it just went on for too long. And you knew where they were going with it, too. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a fairly decent lead of, so, Mr. Dylan, which religion are you converting to now? Yeah, and they could have just ended it on that, but no, someone had to do their Dylan impression. <laughs> and it wasn't even one of those, like, the sliding door acting game where you sort of reveal a couple of words that just sort of was drivel yeah. and then ended with a slumber. It would have been nicer if he peppered in, but yep. I don't really like it anyway. There's a weird trend in The Simpsons to insert Mo into any flashback sequence. Yeah. How old is Mo meant to be? I... His history just gets weirder yeah. and weirder. He's apparently half Yeti. Yeah. So, as we've learned. Yep, part Armenian, part Yeti, part Italian. I liked how Dan Rather and Tom Brokaw were playing Piggy in the Middle with Kent Brockman. It's <laughs> <laughs> just in. I'm really pissed. Yeah, and the other note, my final note, and I'm sorry I'm ending on such a lame note, but she gets her own hero sandwich from Thingy, and yeah, I just... I just thought that whole end sequence just sucked. I felt like that was kind of a throwback to... um. What was it earlier on where he's like, hey, if the weather's not sunny, the weather girl will wear a tube top. And if she doesn't, you get a pizza. Just that (laughs) kind of lame local news promo stuff. Yeah, trying to do like the sexy action news sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hated the ending, but I did like how cute it was that Marge, she's just run across lava, no injuries, but she has her feet in some little ice. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah, just in a little bucket of ice. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. a nice touch at least. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, it is time to rank this thing. BT, kick it off. I definitely enjoyed it more than the last episode. I'm just, I'm on a very low bronze, I think. Patissa bronze is where I want to be, but I think I got some decent laughs out of this one. And it's a consistent story, even if the motivations are a bit muddled. So I'm going to sit with the bronze. Yep. All right. Catherine? Yeah, bronze. Yeah. I'm going to go bronze. The Chief Wiggum and the Stilts chuckles yeah. are enough for me to remember. Like, oh, yeah, healthy bronze. Yeah, I, I really hope I remember and use that. What? The lava's not a criminal. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised with this one in my notes, in my personal index that helps me determine the algorithm for what episodes get picked. I'd put this one at a participant. Um, maybe on another day. You, uh, you could fairly call this a participant, I think. Like I said, I only just got over the line on this one. But see, yeah, that's the thing. I did technically enjoy this one more than the last one. And I'd honestly say I'd watch this one again and kind mm. of like... Yeah, it's definitely not the best. It can be argued for a participant, but 
I am going with a bronze as well, which uh, when we average it out, we'll make it a unanimous bronze. No need for averaging. I was about to say, but I didn't want to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and this will be our highest season 16 ranked <gasps> episode so far. Wow. Wait, isn't, yeah, isn't 16 garbage? The, yeah. Yeah, the, no wonder then. The previous highest uh, season 16 episode was a shiny participant for A Star is Torn. Mm. Uh, so that was the idol one that we we're actually talking about. Yep. So that was ranked with two participants and a bronze. So this will be joining other such unanimous bronzes as Ice Cream of Margie with the Light Blue Hair, where Homer becomes an ice cream salesman and Marge starts making folk art with the sticks. The Frying Game with the Screamer Pillar and the mm-hmm. reality show execution thing. Any Tina Maya Mo, where Mo starts dating a little person. Chief of Hearts, where Homer and Police Chief Wiggum become best friends. This is a really cute episode. I think <laughs> if you liked Wiggum in this one, you'd love him in that one. I was about one. to say, we check that one on later. Yeah. Because I want to see that one. <laughs> oh, you went there for the review no, that one, weren't you? Beach is always here, except when he's not. Yeah. <laughs> also, Homer the Mo, which we reviewed recently, where Homer is the Mo. And also The Trouble with Trillions, which we reviewed recently with Jordan, where, as we determined, they have trouble with one trillion, not multiple trillions. (laughs) All right, so now we're going to go to our classic episode. And, Catherine, back in the old days, we used to let the guest pick whatever episode they wanted. And uh, we stopped doing that because I got hungry with power. I got (laughs) mad with power. And also we were burning through all the good ones. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But tonight the algorithm determined... I had a choice of three episodes, and I couldn't decide, so I'm going to put the responsibility on you. Oh, God, the pressure. Yeah, I was about to say, I hope you're ready for this. So we have three episodes which you can choose from. Okay. We have the PTA disbands, which has, the PTA has disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Homer versus Patty and Selma, where Homer gets loaned from them, oh. and also Bart does ballet, and, you know, and also, who can forget Dear Rat Boy? <laughs> <laughs> and also, the third choice you have is Lisa the Iconoclast, where Lisa discovers the uh, dark secret about Jebediah Springfield. So, Oh, a bit of Donald Sutherland. Um, mm, so, PTA disbands, Homer versus Patty and Selma, or Lisa and Jebediah Springfield. I'm going to go, oh, God, this is hard. Homer versus Patty and Selma. Yeah? It would just beat out Jebediah Springfield. Rat nice. Boy wins the day. <laughs> Dear Rat Boy. All right, let's do this. We'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening, and what a classic it was. This was Season 6, Episode 17, Homer vs. Patty and Selma. This was first released in February of 1995, and it was directed by Mark Kirkland and written by David Merkin in this episode. Yeah, this is the one where Homer blows the life savings on pumpkins and has to get an IOU from Patty and Selma. And it's also the one where Bart signs up for ballet. And guys, what did you think? It's fab. Loved it. Mm. Oh my goodness. What a good time. I think I only have up arrows as notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the only negative that you can say about this episode is it kind of rushes to things, but I don't even feel like it rushed. Like... A lot happens, definitely, but Mm. it's really well-paced. Yeah, I think it earned its very sudden ending in both uh, stories. Yeah, I loved each storyline the same. They Mm. had hilarious moments in each. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And let's talk about some of those hilarious moments. Catherine, for better or worse, what's some moments that stood out from this story for you? Um, Finally, someone lit a cigar with some money and then quickly (laughs) just said, oh, get it out, get it out. Homer, what... Gives you burning money to burn or singe. Like. Anyway. 
<laughs> Singe. Like that he doesn't he does it to multiple notes, not just the <laughs> same note. <laughs> you need at least fifty one percent of it. Oh, is that the thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Can still claim it as legal tender if there is fifty one percent. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that accounts for sort of Australian too. Working in retail, you'd know, yeah, people hand you sometimes notes that are just cobbled together with sticky tape sometimes, and you're like... Yeah, I, I've gotten a couple that were sticky, and then I had to clean them, and oh my god, I just confessed to money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that whole opening sequence is just such an amazing way to just roll right into the episode proper. Mm. Yeah, with Homer celebrating with the cigars about his pumpkin sales, and oh. But like, you get a joke out of it, but you also get the setup of what's going to happen next, because you're sitting there, he's like... I've been noticing a steady incline as we get closer to October. I'm pretty sure it'll peak in January. Yeah. Like, uh... With the giant Happy Halloween yeah. banner yeah. behind him. Yeah, just as he says, boom, that's when it's going to peak. And it's like, yeah, if you didn't realize already, that's there for you. Mm. There was some classic Barney in there. Yeah, Homer, yeah, that's really great. So is Dr. Pepper. How do you... <laughs> you need to unwrap the... Cigar. Yeah. You're there, Barn. <laughs> yeah, see, that was a great way of Barney imbibing something that wasn't alcohol. And mm. great way to roll out that joke. <laughs> the Sergeant Pepper growing out of your back. <laughs> and I just love that following cut scene into his, like, I don't know, accountant, financial advisor, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> oh, you got to sell your pumpkin futures before Halloween. Before. <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin futures. BT, what's a moment from the story that you liked? Uh, I'm going to say a bit that I completely forgot was in this was the uh, when he's like, oh, I need to get some money. If only I could invent something, kind of goes into a drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, this invention that you in, that you created is all very rich, but especially you. It's brilliant, and it fits right in the palm of your head. Can I see it? Well, why would you need to see it? See You're... the invention in question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to know so bad what this was as a kid. I know that was the point, but I'm like, yeah. what does it do? I think I see a button. and yeah, It looks like three batteries sticking out of a wad. <laughs> oh, it was so great. And this is all like within the first three minutes of yeah. the episode. Yeah. I'm going to say the moment from the story that sticks out to me is uh, the whole Bart subplot. I mean, it doesn't relate to the Homer plot at all, mm. but it is a great way to sort of fill out this episode and, yeah, tackles a lot of things about, yeah, gender politics and all that sort of stuff. And I thought they did it in an excellent way. Mm-hmm. I never, ever noticed before that one of the last things that Bart runs to sign up for before he gets to the ballet is gender in sport. Yeah. Or what is it? Gender <laughs> politics? It was problems in sport? Oh, and then suddenly go. it's, bam, ballet. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So, yeah, that's like, yeah, the story subtly indicating what would be in the episode. Yeah, the other ones was uh, lap running and push-ups he just missed out on. Better than TS, man. (laughs) (laughs) TS for him. (laughs) I don't feel right. Uh, I just, I love that scene, how, like, adult they were. Like, what's it, like, the stock market or whatever? They better get here soon or it's TS for them. Like, that whole scene really made me laugh. But I, I wonder what the alternate lines were for that uh, yeah. instead of tethered swimming. And who pitched that? You are a genius. <laughs> so, play count. How many times before tonight do you think you've seen this episode start up here? A lot. Yeah. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd say this would be one that I've seen maybe once a year since it aired, probably. Maybe more than that. It's, yeah. Yeah, wow. We used to do that. We used to think about how many times a year have you watched this mm. episode since it aired. Yeah. Uh, how about you, BT? I would say either a fairy or a queen. It's wide open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen this episode so much. It's actually, I remember it used to be the first on one of my Simpsons VHS mixtapes. And I remember it. I had a little label and I drew a little crappy drawing of Homer and Bart on it. Oh, 
Was he strangling him? <laughs> no, no. They were either side of the Simpsons and looking at the words like, that's who we are. We're on a VHS tape. <laughs> Great story. Uh, so uh, what are some like impactful moments from this episode that have like stuck with you over the years? Uh, my sister and I have consistently said over the years, um, am I wrong or did it just get fatter in here? <laughs> we have used that on each other for years. Some, yeah, <laughs> solid Patty and Summer in this one. It is. This is such great Patty and Selma in this episode because they're they're on the uptick as well. Like I think that like helps highlight the dynamic between them and Homer a lot. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking through all the things I could say next. <laughs> the impactful moments that have stuck with you over the years. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. Where do I gotta start? Okay. Uh, I'm very sorry. We only have Nescafe. I'm very <laughs> very sorry. <laughs> This only this joke only just clicked for me because she goes Montreal mourn <laughs> and I never registered over the years. Oh wait, that's just fucking Canada. <laughs> My most international coffee. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. It's just fucking a few kilometers north. It's still international. Um, Homer's. Um, I'll understand if you want to sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like is a well, good luck finding him. I'm going to take all the numbers off my house. We'll just look for the house with no numbers. We'll yeah. take off the numbers of my neighbor's house. We'll look for the house next to the house with no numbers. <laughs> I love how angry and like not dumb he seemed in that situation. Like, went, fine, you win. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not going to push it any further. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's about as far ahead in my yeah. plan that I can get. <laughs> aggressively admitting defeat or yeah. um, I failed you as a husband and a provider and at best I was a B-plus dog. <laughs> oh, we almost had the scooting playlist complete, oh, but so he nice. did not scoot. If yeah. only Homer had scooted. Oh, <laughs> I love when uh, Homer's pushed out Patty and Summer yeah. and Marge goes, he's just a very complicated man. He leans <laughs> over the window, smashes a plate on his head and says, wrong! <laughs> just, just say, no, I am being yeah. rude right now. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many moments that have stuck with me over the years, but I don't think we can talk impactful moments without referencing, who could forget, Dear Rat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not internet shit posting. No, like, Rat Boy is at the centre of so many great memes, like, Rat Boy, have you stayed up all night eating 60 slices of drywall? <laughs> Does anyone else remember any Rat Boy shit postings? Uh, not specifically. No, There's so no. many now. Yeah, yeah. Hit up uh, Simpsons Dank Memes Rat Boy on the Googly. Just, just rock bottom. They're yeah. probably they're, they're world leaders in shit posting, I believe. They are. But I've forgotten how we led into it in the episode. It's where it's really sweet where Homer and Leo. Marge is like, Homer, are we in financial trouble? And fiduciary. He, are we in some sort of fiduciary <laughs> trouble? And then he, he you know, pitches her as his queen and Lisa as his princess. And, then, <laughs> and it could be a dear rap for you. Uh, it's such a great mislead as well with him drawing <laughs> Like, ah, oh, it's perfect. Yep. Uh, so ultimately, did this feel... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's off. Like, this is the dumb Homer that we love that's still trying desperately to provide for his family. And yeah, and it's you feel for him as well. He really tried. It's Sure, he screwed up his pumpkin futures, but for a while <laughs> yeah. there, he was living large. And also, like, Patty and Selma aren't just outright jerks either. Like, theirs is a bit complicated as well, where mm. you can sort of see from their angle as well, they're just worried about their sister who's with this. Yeah, and they feel like she's never recognised what an Ophi is, and they yeah. want to expose that. And they only see him when he's being horrible to them. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to assume that he's just like that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like the bit of conflict you get in Marge where she's like, it's really awkward for me to have you guys fighting all the time. Yeah. And something you really don't consider. And then, yeah, with that whole speech at the very end where he's like, I didn't do it for them. I did it for you. I'd kill for you. Please ask me to kill for <laughs> you. 
I loved the um, peak Skinner in this, just playing it straight guy, you yeah. know, okay, everyone, there's no need to rush, although it is first come, first serve, <laughs> and all the best sports go quick. And then yeah. <laughs> and then Willie gets sucked <laughs> into the tide. Oh, too many yeah. wee ones. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so everyone's on top form. The show's on top form. I'm still flawed. Let's talk about some of the wacky moments. Well, I just want to bring this up. Paddy Selma Homer and Mel Brooks, none of them wear seatbelts. Oh. Not a single goddamn one. <laughs> Even when they reference Homer's sink belt being tangled, not wearing it. Were they? Were Patty and Selma nope. when they were testing him? Nope. <gasps> they were just in the front seat of that limo. What a trilogy of terrible vehicular choices I tonight. We've... <laughs> I feel like this no. must be going on all the time <laughs> and just not being talked about. Yeah, well, we didn't get the dog scooting playlist, but, you know, we've got the seatbelt playlist going and just come on, people it's, out there. It's not a playlist I want there to be. <laughs> Yeah, not a particularly like cartoony episode. I'm trying to even think like cartoony moments. Yeah, sort not a of... lot of wackiness, really. Um, oh, really? No, <laughs> the only thing that I can sort of say is like even bordering on wacky is the way that Bart uh, gets into ballet. Yeah, trying it's... to pull uh, yeah. the leotard off. And just... Yeah, I mean, even though so many of his heroes wear tights, Batman, for example. Or Magellan. <laughs> Who is? Uh, isn't Magellan the explorer? That's what I, he discovered some such thing. Yep. I'm pretty sure he was around the world. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Why are you asking us questions? Let's build a statue, then we'll know. <laughs> you can't spell obsequious without I-O-U. <laughs> oh, I've never <laughs> forgotten that. Obedient or attentive to an excessive or servile degree. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a little bit cartoony, but I still loved it. Homer, is this projection accurate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the way it lands on the lamp, it's just so mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. I just like when Marge walks and says, what's going on here? Oh, Ralph's going on Again, I feel like calling back to the casino episode where, slow down, slow down. <laughs> Think before you say each word. <laughs> uh, just Homer being so caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not particularly wacky or cartoony at all, but uh, how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel all the bumps that I did? Yeah, it was sweet. It's... Back in the classic episodes where it felt less like a cartoon, more like a comedy, I thought it was a really sweet little story. You felt for this family, Mr. Mm. Mortgage Payment, because he bought mm. some pumpkins, you know, and like you do, it happens. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the few times they've shown Homer's wacky decisions really impacting them financially. Not yeah. only that, but also there's a reason they get out of it. He gets the loan from Patty and Selma, and then they call off the debt because he saves them at the DMV. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, that moment with them smoking at the end, oh, impactful moments. I'm in flavor country. <laughs> it's Both a big of them. Country. It's a big country. <laughs> uh, oh, just fantastic. It's sort of like a weird thing as well that this is like reminding us of at a time like this must have been just right before it was like socially unacceptable f- to smoke indoors. 1995. I feel like people were doing it after that. Were yeah. They? Maybe just in government buildings. Government buildings, she yeah, said. was definitely, uh, I think, a bit more of an issue. Yeah, well, I mean, and yeah, when I first turned 18, like, there was a couple of years there where I was able to smoke indoors, so, yeah, I'd say it had stopped being a thing around 2005 then, so, yeah, but we're still talking right before, and, like, it's just weird because, like, I remember that when relatives who smoked used to come over, my parents didn't smoke, but they totally let them smoke in the house, mm-hmm. house and... <laughs> I was running out Free, of breath really. there. <laughs> I don't even smoke anymore. It's been like two and a half years. Yep. We're all proud of you. Yeah, so I just thought that was just fascinating, seeing all the smoking indoors. And that led to a great misdirect at the start as well. Woohoo! House is on fire. Here comes insurance, <laughs> you know. Nope, just Patty and Summer. Yeah. 
So, yeah, getting back to the heart of as well. Yeah, that final moment, Marge's line just talking to Patty Silver. See, this is the stuff you never see. Like, mm. that is so heartfelt right there. And she's like, finally, I can show you my what I, I see in I this show guy. you the man that I love. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it felt sweeter that Marge and Patty and Summer. it felt like they're obviously friends too. Yeah. sometimes it feels like, why does Marge care about Patty and Summer? I know they're sisters, yeah. but they have just consistently been awful to her. Mm. Mm-hmm. But... With that, it's like, I obviously want my sisters to like my husband. So mm. that was cute all around. Yeah. And especially that look she gives Homer as he's like laughing at them getting in trouble. He's like, Haha, this yeah. couldn't be going any <laughs> better. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so excellent. And yeah, how about the Bart storyline? Did you feel heart for Bart? Sort no, of. I'm just enjoying the term heart for Bart. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the bully. You know, I loved Nelson's. This reminds me of the movie Fame. And to a lesser extent, the TV show also known as Fame. Mm-hmm. It was cute. And they brought in the Joy Luck Club as well. The <laughs> bullies really like their dancing. <laughs> I like how they're like, um, that's a tough crowd up there. Many of these students are here on detention. Yeah. And so, wow, there are a lot of people. Yes, we even bust in troublemakers from other schools. <laughs> yeah. Just to say how beaten up he's going to get for this. Although, quick Jordan's anal corner. <laughs> the audience size in the the crowd shots that keeps changing like there's lots of scenes where there's a bunch of empty seats and then they're full and yeah um. well yeah you don't just stay in the same seat during a ballet recital man you move around <laughs> it's called prestige <laughs> they don't invite me to ballet concerts anymore well, you're not missing much no bear in the little car no <laughs> <laughs> my cousin from new zealand actually does ballet hey, professionally so you're talking about that yeah, I went to his wedding at the end of last year and, you know, he's a professional ballet dancer. His wife, how they met, was in ballet and all their friends are ballet dancers. The dance floor at their wedding was empty all night. That still confuses the shit out of me. Yeah. Don't want to work on your wedding day. I guess that's it, right? <laughs> Where's the love of dance? <laughs> Don't want to ruin your career when you've just gotten someone you have to support now. You that's know, right. <laughs> I hurt my knee at my wedding. Oh. Are you that's sure? That's my New Zealand accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, because are you sure with a New Zealand accent that he's not actually a ballet? <laughs> because I'm trying to imagine how you would say ballet with New Zealand. I'm a ballet dance. Well, can't even do it now. But ah. yeah, like even their first dance, like the the music fucked up on the iPod or whatever. So they're like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Everyone go back to drinking. Like they didn't even do like their first dance. But again, professional. They must have had a million first dances. But this one's special. This is your, the day of your daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so where was I before I ran on about my family? Yeah, the heart. And I love like Lisa's line at the end as well. You know, you took such a brave step. I've seen a sensitive <laughs> new side to yeah. you. Now we are kindred spirits. Uh, why is she leaving me? <laughs> I so clearly need medical attention. I just really love his teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's so good in that. Yeah. Which leads us to the guest stars of this episode. Yes, played by Susan Sarandon, who this was one that I actually missed in my list of celebrity guest stars who have played themselves and another character. Mm-hmm. But it was because she did a voiceover for a computer. Ah, right. But she does say in that episode that she is Susan Sarandon. So, yes. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't even know this was her in this because she does such a good kind of accent work. And just, yeah. Yes, everything else. I love the little fire. In this. So he has fire in the belly. That's what <laughs> will take more than belly fire to be the Exparishnikov. Yes. <laughs> now put on this fairy costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the words. Like just such a great supporting character and such a distinct character as yeah, well. Yeah, in, in very few lines, she really drives home a lot of personality for this character. Yeah, what is it with you and ballet? <laughs> I feel like she could have belonged in Springfield. Like, I know she was mm. like this Russian ballerina, but I mm. feel like 
Yeah, you're just kooky enough. Yeah. To, you yeah, kind of belong here. You're in the Springfield Ballet, I believe that. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, just her fierce passion and determination, you know, for the oh, ballet is for the strong, the fierce, the determined, but for the CCs, never. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so perfect. I will say, though, this is an interesting thing with Susan Sarandon, though, because there was a little bit of controversy recently with her mm. where she played Dr. Wong on Rick and Morty, the Pickle Rick episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the writer of that episode, Jessica Gao, wrote Doctor Wong, uh, hoping that it'd get some work for an Am- Asian American right. actor, and then they got the opportunity to get Susan Sarandon to do it, and she was so pissed off at Dan Harmon that they had like a massive blowout argument and stuff. But it actually turned into a podcast that they now host together called Widing Wongs, where they talk uh, about race issues, to particularly to do with the entertainment industry, and mm-hmm. it is an amazing podcast of yeah the people from those two sides yeah basically hash it out so yeah it's interesting that susan sarandon has done these two accented works is all i'm getting at (laughs) she just does such a good little performance though like Mm. in rick and morty it felt like you were watching something legitimate rather than you know yeah grandfather and grandson you know oh yeah but yeah like you said it just took a few lines to really care about this character i was like Mm. yeah you know what i'm gonna do ballet I yeah. feel yeah, I, I feel strong and powerful. Like, let's the do determined, it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's right. <laughs> and the other guest star of this episode was Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. It was just a quick cameo, and it feels like it was only there just to do the Mel Brooks cameo, but, oh, man, so still, good. Still some great back and forth going. Yeah, I don't actually know what the 200-pound man thing is, though. Do you, Are you guys familiar with no. this routine? 2,000-year-old man? No. No? It'll be something I'm looking up later, but... Cool. Yeah, he had some great lines in this as well. Um, talking about the caves having their own national anthem. Yeah. And like, I'd be police chief, Wiggerman. You'd be Cal Reiner. I hate Cal Reiner. <laughs> and that's funny because they still, to this day, like they're both a billion years old and every day they still have dinner together. And That's like, adorable. Yeah, do old man things together and watch a movie or just shoot the shit. And so, BT, is there anything you'd like to change about this episode? Hmm. I can't think of anything. Let me search my feelings. No, that tickles. Um, <laughs> no, I'm pretty pretty happy with everything here. Catherine, is there anything you'd like to change? Uh, no, all my notes are pretty much just lines I found funny. <laughs> so I, you know, wouldn't change a thing. And to celebrate, I'm going to tilt my chair. <laughs> <laughs> mm, slanty. <laughs> Oh, he's so proud in that moment. <laughs> Get a picture of me with my arm around this steak. <laughs> yeah, this episode is damn near perfect. I'd say from a technical aspect, it is a little rushed and the stories don't have anything to do with each other. But fuck, it's this syndrome of having such a good time watching it. You mm. do not care. So many of the jokes are so good. And fuck, damn. Ah, so good. <laughs> BT, do you have any other notes? I do indeed. Let me have a look here. Oh, we'll take care of you, Homer. Yes, care. And then Homer <laughs> joins them in laughing and just overcomes their laughter. Yeah. Homer check and get him the hell out. <laughs> That's a great little bit. How's Dad doing today, Mom? Not good. In fact, he's under the table. Yep. I <laughs> uh, don't deserve any breakfast. <laughs> Man in my position, don't even Okay, breakfast. maybe waffles with some double butter and a side of bacon. <laughs> but no powdered sugar. I don't deserve it. <laughs> Maybe a little powdered sugar. I did write it down because it does sound like an amazing breakfast. Double French toast, bacon, and maybe a little powdered sugar. How do you double French toast? That sounds good. You'd like dip it, then cook it, and then dip it again? That's what I was thinking. Or it's two slices of bread dipped at once. So who's up for breakfast at 10 past (laughs) 11 at night? Because I'm hungry. 
In the words of Ron Swanson and Leslie Nope, <laughs> why don't people always just eat breakfast food? Yep. And my last one is, uh, why can't you just get along with my sisters? Oh, sure. And then I'll go hug some snakes. I will hug and kiss some poisonous snakes. Now, that's sarcasm. Ah, <laughs> oh, Homer's pride. He's so proud of his sarcasm there. <laughs> Catherine, do you have any other notes? Um, Just when he's looking for a part-time job and Lisa comes in, you're looking at the gag paper. <laughs> no wonder Bart's... What it, was I, it? I, no wonder I didn't remember Bart being voted world's greatest sex machine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when um the TV... Turns yeah. on and it's the chauffeur ad, yeah. and then I didn't turn it on. I thought you turned it on. Well, <laughs> turn it off. It is off. <laughs> Great little musical sting there. Mm. And yeah, like a nice, fun, subtle way to poke at the whole convenient television gag, yeah. you know? So it's time for the final notes of this episode. Final speedy That are fast. Not many dudes can roll like this as fast as this. I don't know anybody. I like Stop our home. quoting Scribe. <laughs> I never liked that song, but now Neither I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it today. Like, if Scribe didn't know that many people that couldn't flow like this, he needs to meet more people. I always thought that the lyrics were not many, about 20, but then I realised that that was, that was my brother just doing that, and I'm like, really? not many, about 20, and I'm like, that feels like a lot of people you knew. That you like That's this. a significant yeah. number. It's like, a, like him going... Oh, not many. Uh, about 20. Because yeah. <laughs> you and I both had the shared misheard lyric of not many infinity. Yeah. <laughs> Which so we thought was, like, was infinity. infinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, not many, just everybody. <laughs> like, what's your point? And so someone's like, no, no, it's if any. I, oh, you're still well, Then if you, you didn't know many, if any, like why bring it up at all? Yeah. <laughs> infinity or about 20. Feels fair. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> This is the only song I can pull scribe material from because name that other scribe song, anybody. I don't know anybody. Could um, name another born scribe. Born to scribe. <laughs> I don't know many. Yeah, about twenty. Because I am born to scribe. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, what's that love. one? Delta. <laughs> <laughs> that was all about the same time, though, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. A, like um, the two thousands ish. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did like uh, Not Me, Not I and Invisible Eyes. Like, they've just got really cool chords, but the lyrics are so stupid. Do you uh, remember when you were seven? Ah, oh, fuck off, uh, Delta. That was stupid. Kids at school called you a fool, and now Dead you're 38. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, final note time. So, Homer calls up uh, Vegas, put it $100 on red. <laughs> ah, okay, I'll send you a check. <laughs> Perfect. Marge wakes up Homer from his invention nap. Homer, Homer, it's still a little while before our usual bedtime. <laughs> it's just like really great ways to just slip in subtle jokes. That's the tardy bell. <laughs> we got to get to class. Or truant, truant, they'll all say. No, I felt Milhouse in that. Like really? he was trying to be cool, but then he was like, oh my God, I don't want to get in trouble. Come on, let's go, let's go. I really felt Milhouse yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. Actually, there's a bit of continuity where uh, during that sports sign-up day, Lisa is wearing hockey out here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, and Bart is right. Fun is fun. In my notes, I wrote fun equal to fun. That's true. Next <laughs> next foot tattoo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so bummed. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's been doing rounds, but someone got Homer on their toe and they've done Toma. Oh, uh, God. Like, oh. But as you pointed out, that tattoo is not staying. No, 
no. it's getting erased. It's just the way feet work. Yeah, if the tattoo at the bottom of my toe didn't stay, then that mm. one will not. Lisa, oh yeah, and Lisa in that moment as well, guys. How did you not know there were posters all over the library? <laughs> yeah, I do like they don't grind to a halt and point at that. Yeah. They just let it pass. Yep, straight into Millhouse going, well, you better sign up. Yeah, yeah perfect. Um, Homer, be careful with my sister's ne- uh, heads. Their <laughs> necks are brittle. <laughs> They've just got like avian bone syndrome just yep. in their necks. I know, my bones. That scene where he's dragging them off by the head is kind of weird, though. Yeah, yeah. Especially when DeSantis and he shoves one <laughs> under an armpit each. <laughs> There's a stink I could have done without. <laughs> uh, oh, and their other line. Uh, you can start with the corns. Then you can move on to Bunyan Country. <laughs> so that was a one where I had to ask my parents what are they talking about there. And, oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> Your parents like, well, let me show you this foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I actually remember they pulled out like one of our old encyclopedias. <laughs> Pre-internet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Homer's throwing Patty and Selma out, he throws out March. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Love you, Marcha. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, so this is uh, the note that I was really laughing at before, where it's like, you fear the boys will laugh at you. No? No, I fear the girls will laugh at me. I fear the boys will beat the living snot out of me. <laughs> it's just such a great way to phrase that line. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, a true rational fear. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the way I wrote this note was, girls laugh, boys Living snot. <laughs> Night of the living snot. Ooh. Uh, and we had another great Wiggum line in this episode as well. Uh, Homer, when you, um, I saw your tail light blinking when you were making that turn. <laughs> Fantastic. As you're attempting to make a getaway in park, I assume you don't have a chauffeur's license. <laughs> they do that great misdirect as well where they do like show the foot slamming on the thing yeah. and Homer close up and then just zoom out and it's like... Nope. <laughs> Why did I write bubble leap? Uh, because Bart has a little thought bubble of the oh, ballet of teacher and before he makes the leap, and it does not work. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a great moment, though. Use the ballet, you know. Use what we've learnt from this episode yeah. right now when it matters most. Good way to undermine everything. And they don't drag out the leap too much either. Yeah. It's just proper just jump down. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, at least he's hurt. <laughs> and, yeah, so ends that story. And my final note is when they, uh, Patty and Selma hit that test with the fail stamp, <laughs> and they're like, oh, that is so sweet. Yeah, let me have a try. Ooh. Honestly, though, that does really feel good after some of these horrible episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, we need a rubber stamp. <laughs> just for dramatic effect. Just to... <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Let's rank this thing. Catherine, kick it off. I came ready to give it a solid gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the more I've gone through all the one-liners and the more I'm remembering, actually, I have used this in my life since 1995, I'm going to have to go cubic zirconia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the, am I wrong or did it just get fat in here alone? <laughs> That's used a lot. So, yeah, cubic zirconia. Yeah, I will say it's probably a gold story with cubic plus jokes. I am going to go with cubic myself because I, I had a ridiculous amount of fun watching this one. The material is so solid and memorable. And even though you can make your arguments about um, why the story isn't as strong as in other episodes that we've given cubic, I think this one just stands on its own as an absolute masterpiece. BT? Uh, I am going to go with gold because... You piece of shit now. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's it's it, there's nothing wrong with it. Gold is an excellent ranking. It's just I I just feel it's just shy of that excellence that I associate with the cubic. It's a tough call. I was debating it the entire time we were talking about it, but I feel like just it's just shy of that that extra 
stretch into into the pantheon of perfection. No, that's fair. And, and like I say, Gold and Cubic are essentially the same ranking, but it's yeah. the difference between excellent and essential. It's between 100% and 101%. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, Adult Cubic is a very respectable ranking. This will be joining other such episodes. It'll be the first season six episode, actually. Yeah. This will be joining other such episodes as I Love Lisa, which we reviewed uh, together mm-hmm. last time. Uh, Bart Gets an Elephant, the one where he gets an <laughs> elephant. Bart After Dark, that's the burlesque house. Yep. Uh, home Sweet, Home Diddly Dum Doodly, who had Bart and Lisa and Maggie go to live with the Flanderses. In Marge, We Trust, The Listen Lady, Simpson Spin-Off Showcase, City of New York versus Homer Simpson, and some teens episodes, HOMR, where Homer gets the crayon in the brain, mm-hmm. Little Big Mom with Stupid Sexy Flanders, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm with Cupid, where Hapu gives Manjula like 14 days of Valentine's Days. Yeah. That is some very excellent company mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, the Dull Cubic is a very interesting ranking. There's a lot of episodes that, like, I'm mad that didn't get full cubics, but, you know, yeah, it's still, like, the second to best. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still a great rank. Especially Bart the Murderer. I thought that definitely should have been cubic, but, you know, not mm-hmm. everyone agreed. What can you do? I think Some... you and I are cubic, so... Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right, guys, I think that about does it for episode 83 of The Simpsons Index. Is there anything you'd like to plug or promote? Anything that you're liking lately that you've uh, checked out on the media landscape? If you're a fan of horror movies, there is a horror movie podcast, uh, Nothing to Fear. I've only just started checking out, but it's pretty good stuff, so maybe give that a quick listen. Yep. Uh, The earlier episodes are a bit low on the audio quality, but, you know. I'm assuming it picks up. I haven't gotten that far. That's what happens when you start at the start. (laughs) Because that's where you start. That's why it's called the start. (laughs) But yeah, we met up with the hottest 100s and thousands guys when uh, their host, David James Young, was doing his other podcast, All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. And that was a really cool live show that we Mm. caught where he did his 100th episode live and he had Thelma Plum, Jay from Frenzel and Murray the Red Wiggle. And he sort of did a panel interview with them, and that was quite good. So that's my recommendation. All my friends are in bar bands, so it's a really cool music interview podcast. And, yeah, David James Young's an absolute legend. Uh, Yeah, Catherine, anything you've been checking out lately? Podcast, TV, Um, movies? Yeah, I'd just like to direct everyone to a little movie trilogy called The Mighty Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amelia! Quack, 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 quack. Oh, and that stars a young um, uh, Foggy from Daredevil as well. He's in that. Ensign, Heldon, Ensign Heldon or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. His name's Ensign? It's something like that. It's like a Eldon. It's Eldon Henson, I think. Wow. Cool name. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're out of here. That's been BT Calloway. I don't feel right. (laughs) And that's Catherine McDonald. Bye. And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house! Thank you for listening to The Simpsons Index Podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter. And now, please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. The bonus scenes? Before we rank this thing, is that reputation... Oh, wait, we already... We do this after we rank this thing, don't know. (laughs) But in this episode, they say it's immediately, so hope someone got flyered for that blunder. God damn it, why do I keep saying flyered? (laughs) Because you like flyers. (laughs) You can pamphlet on that, I don't know. So, he has Betty in the five. (laughs) (laughs) It may not be light blue, I am colorblind.
No, that's pretty much the color. It's my sister-in-law's favorite co- uh, shade of teal. Oh, teal, that's right. Yeah, the Tiffany teal. I don't know that I have a specific favorite shade of teal. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just how how does one choose? You got emerald. <laughs> you got aquamarine. That it. Ultramarine. Aqua teal lean. They start becoming like uh, Street Fighter sequels. Super Ultra Aquamarine. Three, the new challenges too. Uh, anyway. Indeed. Yep. Yep. We're still stretching for time, even though it's going to be edited out. Content. Ah. Welcome back to Australian's Best Yawns. Yeah. That was me stretching for time while he <laughs> took off his jumper. I agree. <laughs> Excellent input. <laughs> you condescending fuck. Uh, mm. mm-hmm. Padding. Pat. We don't. We, it's editing, ed- editing out. So. <laughs> uh. How long you got there? I just passed naked on stilts. And <laughs> I just need a couple of seconds to laugh at it a bit more. <laughs> you walking dogs tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm jealous. I have to go like work, work, sell things to people. That sucks. Oh no, where do you work? Uh, liquor store. Oh okay. Yeah. So. With the assholes. Yeah, not as many dogs. Sometimes customers bring their dogs, and I have like out front is a little dog bowl just for people to bring their dogs and underneath it is management reserves the right to pet any dogs you bring to the store Aww. so yeah I've got them <laughs> they're like hey you can't pet I don't, I don't read the sign condition of entry I get to pet your dog didn't some guy bring his uh, girlfriend in and <laughs> on a dog leash on a dog, that was a weird day <laughs> what yeah it was just kind of like they walk in it's like fine <laughs> I'm confused endlessly but that's about the line isn't it of like bringing your kink into the public space. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure weird is, w- has and will happen, but yeah, it's just kind of just. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll still serve you. <laughs> it's like, well, they were both of legal drinking age, so it was like, <laughs> you're not being dicks, you're not drunk, you're both over eighteen. I have no reason not to serve you. I just, I'm also reserving the right to look at you, strange. <laughs> was it a harness or like a collar? Well, it was most like a collar. Why? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Just, uh, I, do whatever you want. Yeah, pretty much was like, you both seem okay with this, so yeah, sure. Yeah, basically, as long as I don't have to clean up after you, fine. Yeah, let's <laughs> not No, no, no. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Put some newspaper down and we're going to commit. Does she know any tricks? <laughs> <laughs> you totally should have said that. <laughs> I, was, I was a little too just... I'm, I'm seeing this, right? Like everyone else. <laughs> Is witnessing what I am. There's water out the front if she's thirsty. <laughs> the lastest gun in the West. Take my wife's sleeve. Sleeves. Sleeve. To be fair, they've had so many take my wife blank yeah. riffs that take my wife's sleeve. Probably <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> Definitely. It's about when Marge leaves Homer over a torn shirt. Uh, it's where someone marries a woman with no hands and it's take my wife's sleeve instead of take my wife's oh, hands. Oh, right, yeah. Hand in marriage. I don't know, shut up. Oh, because, you know, a statue will make sure you don't forget stuff. That's like the debate that's going on in America. Oh, you can't down- take down the statue. It's history. We might forget it. Mm, museums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, fuck Captain Cook. 
Uh, I don't think there were any musical moments. Um, ballet numbers, but other than that. Yeah, so uh, ballet music enthusiasts, let us know what songs they were. I believe there's something <laughs> from Nutcracker Suite. And, uh, there always is. Chopin's third movement in E minor. Much less sticky than his second movement. Uh, so, BT, do you have any... <laughs> <laughs> Keep knocking that peg down. You monster. I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good note. I can't wait to mention that note. God damn you. <laughs> that was a funny note. You just... It, why? I wasn't tethered to this wall. <laughs> <laughs> With your seatbelt. Um, why'd I write BT dog? Uh, B plus dog. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're writing down how you really feel about me. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm a lovable pup. Poor Kano's lost us. 13 out of 10. Catherine, um, so last time we asked you about which sandwich uh, you'd like named after you, we only got the name and we didn't get ingredients. Do you know what sandwich ingredients you would have on a sandwich that is named after you? Right. You know that disgusting, and we call it meat spread in my family, but it's like um, deviled ham. Yeah. yeah. It would just be two pieces of bread with a full <laughs> a full on glass jar of deviled ham. And that'd be it. <laughs> wow. That's yep. perfect. Pure. Yeah. Thick deviled ham. Like, goddamn, that is a oh, that's the best sandwich. Okay. <laughs> well the yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome because we do encourage people to um try the sandwiches that we put on the sandwich board. Oh, God, don't do it. I'm sorry. No, 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 do it. Like, I like that being the anti-sandwich. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing this one day. We're it's just making six-inch deviled ham. 